0: No. Alright, what is going on, guys? I think we are live. It's Randall Thor 19 here, back with another episode of the Xbox 2 Podcast. Sorry about an hour late, ran into uh, something I absolutely had to do before we started, but we're here another another week, another show, and with me, as always, the one and only Jez
1: cordon from windows central what's going on buddy hey pal pretty good man how are you rocking and rolling you had a you had a plumbing issue didn't you
0: yeah something something had to be taken care of asap um (laughs) but we got it all finished and everything was uh everything's all good but uh man it's been an eventful week we got some uh stuff here to talk about um but before we get into that, um you know, everyone make sure you let me know if uh, the audio's jacked up in any way so I can fix it. Like I haven't changed anything from the last time we did the show. Uh, but let me let me know if everything is good and if it's not, I'll fix it. Hello? Yeah, Have I lost you Hello okay
1: hello yeah oh, sorry about that. Her. No, i'm here oh. i'm sorry. sorry about that <laughs> anyways
0: um so uh <laughs> podcast yeah uh so you know as everybody files in here uh hit the like button to share this out uh because youtube does a terrible job of that and we have uh first super chat alex wilson he says top of the morning boys from brisbane australia appreciate that man all the way from australia it's got that's got you got to be what that's got to be it's got to be friday for you already right yeah, it's, yeah it's, there, he's in the he's talking to us from the future mm. how cool is that from yeah. the future uh somebody wants to know if i have a full-time job or do i YouTube, do youtube and Jip, uh twitch i actually have a job i actually go to school and i actually do youtube in my spare time so yeah Anyways, before we actually talk about what you know, the topics we're gonna talk about, obviously Xbox new IP for next gen, Modern Warfare boycott because of PS4 exclusive mode, Last of Us removing multiplayer, causing a PlayStation fan civil war like I've never seen before. XCloud yes. finally coming next month, inside Xbox and how it could be improved. Uh, you know, all whole a whole bunch of topic lists. Obviously, uh, you know, your comments matter to us, so put them in chat. And uh, you know, if you have an interesting topic to discuss, we will definitely uh, talk about it. But before we get into that, it's a games played section. Jez was just telling me about a game he's been playing called The Bard's Tale, which I've never played, so I'm kind of interested. Jez, how's uh, how's that game going?
1: Yeah, this is like I, I just like. I got to the end of Monster Hunter World. I got. I'm in the end game now. So like, I kind of feel like I don't have to play it as hardcore as I have been, because n- now, now rather than grinding, I just wait for people to come online and just play with them a little bit more casually. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna dig into my backlog now, and I looked at what games have been updated recently because just my my uh, my games list was just up sort just sorted by last update, right? The Bard's Tale Four had an update recently, and it was just high up in my list. And you know what? I was like. This game is by NXR, which Microsoft bought. I've never played a Bard's Tale game, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to give it a go and find out what what exactly Microsoft have purchased here. Because so Microsoft own this franchise now. They own the Bard's Tale franchise, and presumably they're going to make a Bard's Tale 5 with the bigger budgets and all that sort of stuff. For those who don't know, Bard's Tale is basically a first-person turn-based fantasy RPG with dragons and monsters and all that sort of stuff. And um, it's actually not that bad. It's like, it's super janky and super indie. Like the animations and graphics leave a lot to be desired. But it kind of reminds me of Oblivion in that vein. Like, do you remember how like weird and janky Oblivion looked back in the day? But it still had all this heart and like good writing and good atmospherics and stuff like that. That's what I'm getting from the Bard's Tower right now. But, like, obviously, it's all turn-based and stuff, which I think won't appeal to everyone. But I think there's, like, real potential in this franchise. So, like, if you're into turn-based RPGs and, uh, you know, classic, you know, dungeon crawling, puzzle solving and all that sort of thing. And you're interested in an Xbox and what they've purchased. Just give it a look. Like, it's on it's on Game Pass, I think, right?
0: Uh, yeah, it is. And uh, I believe also it's uh, supposed to begin X enhanced soon as well. Um yeah, that's right. So
1: it, if you've if you've got Game Pass, give it a try. Like I'm not going to say I go out and buy it cuz like I say it, it is super janky, but it's like it's just kind of charming and it I feel like I'm back on Oblivion, you know. So uh yeah, that's that's the other game I've been playing besides Monsanto. I also had a quick go on Planet Zoo beta. I know you are probably not interested in that, right? Absolutely I mean. not. No. <laughs> A Planet Zoo is kind of like it's one of those building simulator games, which I, you know, kind of like a guilty pleasure for me. But you know, it's uh, it's kind of like Zoo Tycoon, but with loads of features. I guess it's 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 by the people who made Planet Coaster, so there's like tons of stuff to do, animals to raise, breathe and it's the kind of game that I play when I just don't want to think and I just want to zone out and lose hundreds of hours to building a zoo. So it seems pretty good, but man, it is. Really poorly optimized on PC right now, so I'm hoping they get some of those patches in before it goes live proper. That's pretty much it for me, man. I haven't been playing much else besides Monster Hunter, which you know, still obsessed with.
0: You are but pretty obsessed know. with that because when I posted my tweet about Ori Two and Last of Us Two, uh, two amazing games that are coming out February of next year, right? And I knew there would be there would be comments. I knew there would be fanboys. There's trash. a lot of comments. Fanboy trash comments, right? Uh, some people thought I was trying to compare Ori two to the Last of Us two, which you can't really compare two games like that. Like one is a single player, triple A, cinematic, uh, you know, third person shooter, I guess, like stealth, like combat, and one is like a what a Metroidvania platformer. They're not really games you can compare. One of them is done by Naughty Dog. You know, a studio with hundreds of people and uh, millions of dollars of budget, and the other one's done by uh, a small indie team that doesn't even really have a studio, right? Because the Moon Studios is, um, as far as I remember, like Thomas saying, like they're all across the world, Um, and people kind of like come together and work, but there's not like one central place, so it's not. But like the thing is, like Ori's so goddamn amazing, and the sequel looks so much better. Then, you know, like it has any right to be. And then here's Last of Us Part Two, which if you, you know, you've been following the channel for a while, you know that I love the Last of Us One. I'm really looking forward to that to that game. It's going to be a game of the generation candidate alongside like stuff like God of War and Witcher Three, and you know, um, Question
1: Two. Well, yeah,
0: every person has their (laughs) own game of the generation candidates. So I was like, man, 10 days apart, you're going to experience Ori 2, which I know is going to be an amazing time. And then 10 days later, Last of Us 2. But man, I will tell you this. Some of the PlayStation guys did not like that tweet whatsoever at all. And (laughs) And it's weird because I don't understand why. I wasn't even trying to compare either of them. It was just like, hey, you got one great game coming and another great. And then you think about like like next year, you have that game, you have Ori, you got Last of Us, you have like uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, you got the Avengers game, you have Cyberpunk 2077, you got Watch Dogs Legion, Uh, who knows what else is, you know, I'm sure there's more games yet to be announced. Man, like this generation is going out with a bang, especially the beginning of next year. But whoo. Uh I, I I didn't think I'd get that many bad comments but I did. There was there's a few people there that are just that showed their ass. Absolutely showed their
1: ass. Showed their ass? I
0: That's mean not like... not in the literal not in the literal sense, but you know what I mean, right? You you, you like they they really came out standing hard for PlayStation. Um which PlayStation doesn't really need your, you know, standing up to that point like who am I? I'm a nobody. Who are you? You're definitely a nobody. You know, like you you come in there and you say Ori's trash and shouldn't be compared to you know, the majesty of Last of Us 2 or whatever, right? But either way, um that was that was definitely an interesting tweet. I, I I'm going to be playing both those games and it's it's going to be an amazing February for ne- for me next year. And, uh, shout out to Spider-Man for the Super Chat. He says, if Xbox has no games, does that mean PlayStation has no multiplayer? Whew. People going in already about that. We'll definitely be getting to that. Um,
1: That's some spicy hot takes.
0: Yeah, so With what these- have I been played? Um, well, I finished Borderlands 3, which review will be out tomorrow. But I liked it. I liked. I mean, I finished it. I finished around. Uh, I think I finished at level forty three. I have like forty five hours in the game, so I got my money's worth. and Played it mostly solo. It was enjoyable. Could have been better, but I mean, if you're looking Which for game is this? Borderlands three, Borderlands three, Borderlands three. All right. Yeah, you it, finished it. Then. Yeah, I finished it. You know, I, I completed my playthrough. Um, I doubt I will go back and play it some more. I doubt I will grind to get more guns. Because I'm just not that type of person. I'm not that type of gamer. Um, plus, we have a ton of other games coming out. I mean, there's Ghost Recon coming out, and all, all this, all these other games coming out, right? So, video will be out about that uh, tomorrow. Is I got a whole backlog of reviews and videos I need to get through. But, um, Jez, I played a game that was absolutely incredible. A game that I had no expectations about going into. A game, that, a game that, honestly, is one of the more unique experiences I've had this generation, and definitely probably Finally be...
1: played. Monster Hunter.
0: No, I didn't play Monster Hunter because, <laughs> because yeah. when you when you when, I, when you when you talk about this game, and you talk <laughs> about Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter doesn't even compare, Jazz. Bro, this game t- better be good then.
1: This better be good, Rand. Mm. I hope you're not gonna tell me it's some kind of music rhythm game or something. Shut, shut up you
0: shut up jazz how'd you know i was gonna i was gonna talk about that huh how'd you know i just...
1: <laughs> don't know psychic i don't know
0: uh yeah so i uh i I, <laughs> I finished and obviously i put up a video about sayonara wild hearts a game that came out of nowhere and a game i love dearly jazz you need to play this game i'm gonna get you to play this isn't game. isn't an apple arcade exclusive or something yeah, I mean no, it's on PlayStation and Switch. It's on every it's relevant Xbox. platform and it's not on Xbox, so that should what should that tell you?
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Well What tell tell us about this game that's so good and on Apple Arcade. When when I hear the word app when I hear the words Apple Arcade, my brain just starts shutting down, man. I hate to say it. Why does
0: your brain shut down when you hear Apple Arcade, Jess? Uh, I'm trying
1: to it's understand got, this. It's got Apple. It's got Apple in the name. And Apple are bad. Didn't you know? But is Google worse, though? Google's pretty bad, but Apple's... Let's not get into this round because you won't win. I mean, I
0: mean, we, we, maybe we <laughs> should discuss this at some point. The, the Apple Arcade versus Google Game Pass. The Google, Google Game Pass? I didn't even know that was a thing. You didn't even hear about Google Game Pass? No, it didn't. All right, is all right. that real? Yeah. So, all right. Let's Are you first. No, 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 no. This is something different. So, I we'll talk about that as soon as we get this gameplay stuff done and we get into the regular topics. Cyanide Wild Hearts is what I would describe as a high score rhythm based music, interactive music video. Right? It's an hour long and it's. A game where you control a character, you kind of like move left and right alongside a, uh, you know, think like Guitar Hero-ish and hearts come down the road. You try to collect them while avoiding obstacles, all set to an amazing soundtrack with incredible visuals. And it tries to tell a story and it tells a story pretty damn good. But Jez, there's really nothing like it out there, dude. It's 12 bucks, and I know it's it's only an hour long but honestly Pop, it's worth once, for an hour long or you could sign up to apple arcade and play it for free whatever play it for free i mean you, you, you... sell your soul to apple first i mean i'm just saying jaz you need to you need to check this game out
1: yeah i'm triggered right now i'm, I'm triggered talking about apple on my favorite podcast oh, my god it's but, it's but, totally um, look at the I, indie I'll... gamer
0: agrees with me he says our wild hearts is awesome indeed it is freaking I mean, amazing
1: I, I respect your opinions on th- on most things so I'm intrigued and I will I will I I'll check it out. At least a trailer or something.
0: See it's more it's more of an experience than anything else. Like sure you can go after the gold medals and try to collect that stuff if that's something that interests you. Mm. Uh, to try to perfect it. But for me and even for a lot of games, like a lot of the reasons I play games is for the experience of immersing myself in the world and playing through it and learning about the characters and the story and how the gameplay fits in right so did you
1: feel immersed when you played the bobby horse riding game
0: no i did that stuff strictly for achievements that was one goal there was one goal for games (laughs) like like barbie horse adventure and hannah montana and my horse and me (laughs) and uh any of those other?
1: Me. Yeah, I, I played all really quite... that. I mean, there's Ooh. quite a
0: bit. There's quite a bit. You go back to the 360 era. Not to mention games like Meet the Robinsons. And at the time, back during the 360 era, every single kind of big release had a licensed video game to go along with it. You remember? So, like all the Pixar movies, oh. all had their own games. So I played all those as well. Like Up. Um. Like Bolt and stuff like that. Like I played were a lot of those. F-
1: were any of them good? Any of them? Were any With of them good?
0: I wouldn't recommend any of them. No, <laughs> but at the time they were pretty easy. Gamer Score and Gamer Score uh, was, and this was keep in I, mind this I, I, was I, at a time when achievements in Gamer Score were difficult to get, unlike now, where they literally hand them out like candy. Uh, it was
1: a little bit different. That, I, I I often hear Gamer Score people. Uh, I mean, we're going wildly off topic here, but I often hear Gamerscore fans talk about how Gamerscore's is just not that good anymore because it's so easy to get now. Is that a thing? Yeah, it is. I mean, you can always you
0: could have made. And I've talked about this with my friends, right? Like, Gamerscore has never really meant much, anyways, right? It basically just shows, hey, does this person this person plays a lot of games? Has a lot of time, spent a lot of money, right? Et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but with the Xbox One... See, the big change was that arcade games were 200-gamer score on the Xbox 360. Uh, they increased it to 400 uh, f- like a few years in, late in the generation. But for the Xbox One, they made the change where a game is a game is a game. And Call of Duty has a 1,000-gamer score. So something like... Uh, you know Sinar wild Hearts would also have a thousand gamer score right Oof. but the problem is people small indie developers and publishers started taking advantage of it There's this uh developer out there called or a publisher out there called Radalika. right they mm. publish games and every single one of their published games most of the time is pure trash right Oof. but a hundred percent of the time, it's completely easy for achievements. And f- like most of their games, you don't even need to finish the game to actually get all the achievements. So you have the you have the entire oh, community that's sprung up around buying these games every single week because it'll pad out your gamer score. Not to mention the, the ACA Neo Geo games. They basically put all, all right. the ACA Neo Geo games on Xbox as well as Windows 10. And those are, for the most part, and not not every single one of them, but those are ridiculously easy for gamerscore as well. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, it kind of has led to this thing with so, there's so many indie games, and a lot of them aren't very good, but a lot of them are short and easy for gamerscore, uh, that, you know, it, it's kind of made it all kind of, um, meaningless in my example see joe taylor says "Randy, in your opinion what's better achievements or getting a plat- platinum you see there's no difference between achievements and trophies right at all i mean achievements are trophies trophies are achievements
1: i will say though there's a tool developers can use to convert an achievement into a trophy i will say name. though uh
0: platinums are pretty damn cool and it is something i wish xbox did You know, I've talked to people at Microsoft
1: when you get like
0: when you complete all the achievements or when you complete all the trophies in a game, you get another trophy saying, hey, congratulations, you completed this game. And I wish there was something similar to that for Xbox. And I've had this conversation with Phil Spencer. I've had this conversation with Mike Ibarra, I've had this conversation (laughs) with Aaron Greenberg. I've had this conversation with my other friends at Xbox. Like, hey, that would be cool. That would be cool to have, like, not necessarily an extra achievement to unlock to say, hey, you got this. But, like, when you complete it, you just get, like, a notification or something that pops up that says, you know, hey, congrats, you've completed all the achievements in this game. And there's, like, a, uh, you know, there, there's, like, something in your profile you can click on that will show you all the games that you have, comp- uh, like, all the achievements in. Right? Um, I've talked to them all about this. And, you know, they all... They all think it's a good idea, or have thought it's a good idea. It's just, I guess it's a matter of just like, you know, priorities. Priorities, exactly. Is it that? Is it that much? It should we prioritize achievements and and completions for the small percentage of people who care, or do we prioritize X Cloud? Obviously, you prioritize X Cloud and other things that would do that because the achievement stuff is kind of whatever. But that's just kind of uh, <laughs> a little side note about that. But so back to the games played. Um what else have I played? Oh, uh, the Sojourn, which I also put out a video about. Um a very pretty
1: pronounced Sojourn. The
0: Sojourn. I don't know I don't know how you say it in um uh British. in in British, you know, cuz you're like controversy, controversy, the Sojourn <laughs> whatever. Either way, it's a pretty looking like first person puzzle game, right? Very much like In the vein of Portal, or the Turing Test, or Talos Principle, or Cube 2. Like, that style of game. The problem is, it's nowhere near as good as those other ones, Jez. Because the puzzles aren't as interesting. And the story is told basically through environmental storytelling. Like, when you come into an area, statues form. So, in one area, it'll be like a kid, surrounded by, you know, things. And then the next area you go to, it'll be like, oh, now he's kind of like grown up and there's these other things so you're supposed to like look at it and kind of get a sense of what the game's trying to tell you like going on with the story but it's set up just like all the other ones like you go into a room there's a puzzle you have to solve rinse repeat for the entire game so it's just like it's set up just like all those other ones but the mechanics in this one aren't very good like there's a light world and a dark world and when you're in the dark world things change like There'll be a destroyed bridge in the light world. But when you're in the dark world, now suddenly the bridge is fixed. There's like a ghost section of the bridge that is, uh, you can traverse now. But it's only there in the dark world. And you can interact with things in the dark world. Like you can swap places with statues. Because there are statues that you need to put into like uh, containers that unlock the gates to finish the levels. There are uh, things that only work in the dark level. And so the game's all about that. It's all about kind of solving these puzzles in between these two realities and the the puzzles themselves are just boring. I finished the game and it took me about six hours and I honestly can't really recommend it at the current price of 25 bucks. Like maybe if you're super into puzzle games, pick it up for 10 or $5. You know, but that's about it. But you know that's that's what I played. Finished Borderlands three, forty five hours into it. Review coming tomorrow. Uh, the Sayonara and um, the Sojourn. Um, kind of just waiting for Ghost Recon to come out. I think I might actually play like Creature in the Wild well or maybe some smaller games before you know. We
1: I spend a lot of time what with Ghost Re- Recon. What but... about that close to the sun? Have you seen that? Yeah, uh, close, close to the seen sun. One of your games.
0: Yeah, Close yeah. to the Sun seems like a game I would enjoy. It came out on um came out already on PC. I think it was an Epic Store exclusive. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Um It looks pretty cool. I definitely wanna check it out when I um you know when when I have the time. But uh yeah. Um Yeah, so that's what we've been playing. Um So we're gonna be talking about a whole bunch of stuff. But since Jazz didn't know there was a thing called Google. Game Pass. I figured <laughs> we have to talk about that because god it really does seem we're just getting swamped with subscription services. I swear to god every not only in gaming but in like entertainment Life. in general. Like you got you got Netflix, you got Hulu, you have Amazon Prime. You have now Disney Plus. You got mm. the new HBO Max, or you know people have HBO Go, but there's that new one coming out like HBO Max. You have NBC with their Peacock one. You know that's so you have all this entertainment stuff like for for movies and TV shows. But that's not even to mention like music. You got like Spotify, Apple um, Music. Yeah, Lots Apple stuff. Music. I mean, even you, even YouTube has their premium.
1: Uh, service that google, they Google has too they've got like google play music and then youtube music and they've got different libraries i believe yeah she's insane so it's crazy but and it's it... almost as if um subscription services make a lot of money it's almost as if it... <laughs> it's almost like
0: they do but i do wonder if at some point the market becomes Saturated. oversaturated and the ones that don't do good kind of die off because l- let's look at the ones we have in gaming Uh EA has their own, EA Access on console and Origin Access on PC. And I would I would I would say that the Origin one is much better deal. Right? Uh I can kinda hear myself coming through your mic by the way, Jazz. Oh you shouldn't. Um hang on, I'll turn you down a bit. How's that? Uh should be good, I think. Um I don't know if anybody else can hear it. I haven't seen anybody say anything, but I was hearing it. But it's not that big of a big of a deal unless anybody else can hear hear it. But um yeah, so what do we got? We have uh, Origin Access and EA Access, same thing. Different on the PC where you pay like 100 bucks a year and you have access to other games from day one and even early where on, like, it's, it, on a console it's not the same. You get like a 10-hour trial and access to the games in the vault. Um, I think that one's a little bit better. Uh, e- e- um, Ubisoft has their own coming soon on PC only. Uh, and then, of course, you get to the platform holders. Microsoft launched Xbox Game Pass. Sony has been doing a subscription service called PlayStation Now since, like, 2013. Um, Am I missing anybody else? In, in, because we're going to talk
1: about Apple Arcade and Google. have am, am I
0: missing anybody else there, Jez?
1: I don't know. I think that's it. We've got Switch Online, which comes with Super Nintendo stuff. And... Uh you know they actually recently added that didn't they they added a super nintendo game library to people who subscribe to switch online um i subscribe to that because i like playing Super metroid so
0: you did oh, you did huh i did yeah
1: i subscribe to switch online yeah. don't you no i don't subscribe
0: <laughs> i don't subscribe to switch online i don't subscribe to playstation plus mainly because PlayStation Plus is a service you subscribe to to play multiplayer games on PlayStation. And I'm not on PlayStation enough to actually use that feature. So I don't obviously have it. Uh, I was subscribed. I've been subscribed to Xbox Live Gold ever since I got an Xbox. So we're talking since, God, 14 years, 15 years now, since 2004 and Halo 2. So, yeah, I do subscribe to Xbox Live Gold. But I look at that as a different kind of subscription. Uh, than like Game Pass and PlayStation Now and all those other ones, right? I, I think it's a little bit... <laughs> I look at it a little bit, little bit differently. Like
1: losing losing track of them. I subscribe to Spotify. I subscribe to YouTube Premium because I like having the background audio for audiobooks and stuff like that. I subscribe to Amazon Prime, even though I never watch the Prime stuff, but I do buy a lot of packages. I subscribe to Xbox Live, Game Pass Ultimate, well, just Game Pass ultimate for both. That's a lot. I subscribe to Netflix premium tier for the 4K streams. I got Switch Online. I subscribe to that. I don't subscribe to PlayStation now. Man, that's a lot of subscriptions. I wonder, like, how much money I could save if I cut some of those out of my life. Probably yeah. quite a bit. <laughs> Probably, yeah, it all it all adds up. Like, you, you just think like, oh, it's only it's only ten pound a month. It's only ten pound a month. But then before you know it, you've got ten of them. So really, it's like hundred pound a month.
0: Yeah, I know, right? It's it's absolutely crazy. I think, uh, obviously, I've subscribed to Game Pass Ultimate. I did that deal where I got three years for basically nothing. Um, I subscribe I to Amazon Prime, mainly for uh, the shipping. But I do watch a couple of the shows. Uh, I do have a subscription to HBO. So I have HBO Go. Uh, but I'm on my friend's account for Netflix. I'm on my friend's account for Hulu. Um, so I don't necessarily pay for those. Um, but then again, he game shares with me. So, you know, it's, it's all right. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, but I definitely, if you're subscribing to like all these, all all the subscription servers, it definitely costs a lot of money. So Apple arcade though, jazz $5, all the games in it really don't have any, microtransactions they're supposed to be high quality indie titles not the cash grab bullshit that most mobile games are known for you know what i'm saying like sayonara wild hearts is a great game it's a concise game it knows what it is it's an hour long it's on apple arcade there's no in-app purchases it's a complete game there's also this other game that i saw that's on xbox called overland it's kind of like a uh, Xcom like a like a like an indie Xcom a game that you probably would like jez if you like Xcom and it's also uh, an apple, apple arcade what I hate apple. I hate apple I know you hate, hate apple, apple but I'm saying it's also on Xbox it's also on playstation
1: okay that's okay that's
0: so fine. it's a it, it's it's a it's a quality indie title that just also happens to be on Apple right so apple But then, but, and even when I was like reading up about it, like, so basically, uh, Patrick Klepik, he's been saying base, uh, he, from what he knows, like, nobody's really sure how they, they pay for it. A lot of people assumed Apple pays it as a, uh, time plate thing or a number of downloads, but he was saying that he's heard that Apple might actually pay an upfront fee. Which is exactly how Xbox Game Pass does it. Because there's been, there's been a lot of misinformation floating around about Xbox Game Pass. A lot of people yeah. assume that developers get paid by the time uh, by the, the amount of time that people play their games in Game Pass. And that's 100% not true. Microsoft basically cuts them a check and be like, we have your game in Game Pass for X amount of months. So they get paid upfront, Right? But with Google Game Pass Jazz, you can see the this is going to be a little different. Not only is it for games, it's also it also has uh, apps as well. But you get paid based on time spent in your game. So it incentivizes a lot of time-wasting games, a lot of games that have uh, a lot of in-app purchases, and stuff like that. And developers have come out pretty hard against Google Game Pass. So, Oof. yeah. <laughs> um, let me. So, which one? Which one do you think is is better? Is it a better deal, Apple Arcade or Google, Google Game
1: Pass? Oh, well, the thing is, when it comes to Android, Android has like this gargantuan, absolutely massive install base, but apparently they've got really bad conversions. Like, Android users just don't spend money because it is so, so easy to pirate an Android game and everyone knows how to do it. You literally just download a file off the internet and then run it on your phone and you've got it. So the conversion rates for Android is really bad. Um, So whether or not Apple offers a better deal or not, I don't know, but the conversion rates for Apple and iOS and the engagement it just seems to be better i don't know why i don't know what it is but that's that's the rule of thumb like that's why even though ios has a smaller install base globally app developers prioritize apple and iphone because that's where the engagement is even though it's got a smaller install base than android it's always it's there's levels always in the details
0: interesting interesting But enough about the mobile stuff. I just thought that was an interesting uh, discussion point considering Jez didn't even know the whole Google Game Pass thing. In in addition to Google Stadia, which is launching in November, uh, which they said they've sold out of, like, Founders Editions in Europe.
1: Yeah, but it's like, how many were available? 15. 15.
0: 15 15 were available, and they sold out on that. All right. All right, good job, Google. <laughs> my fear with Google Stadia is that streaming doesn't take off right away for obvious reasons, right? And Google sh- shelves Stadia just like they shelve any other part of a new project that doesn't work out right away. That's
1: not my fear. That's my hope. Well, that's your hope. But
0: near... my, I guess I should say maybe that's my hope too, but like, if I was somebody on the fence about Google Stadia... Like, you've seen how Google is with some of their other projects that don't work out. Why would you want to invest in the ecosystem of Stadia when there's a chance, if it underperforms, they'll just completely be like, nah, we're not doing this anymore, right? I like, yeah. I just don't get the sense that Google's in it for the long term. Like, they say they are, sure. But like, I just, that I mean just
1: serious, man. It's like, you see Microsoft cutting deals with uh, publishers and carriers. You got T-Mobile and Vodafone putting out adverts for it already saying like our network's going to be the best for Xclair blah, blah, blah. And like Google hasn't done any of that groundwork. They're just thinking, you know what? It'll be good enough. People will use it. You know, we'll get, we'll get by with all the technology we've got and whatever. And people will just deal with it and accept it. But, like, Microsoft knows, like, what gamers want. They've got all the analytics. They've got all the data. Google doesn't have anything like that. They're sort of playing it by ear, trying to hire people in who might know stuff. But they don't have all that data to hand like Microsoft does. So, I think, like, when it comes to who's really serious about this stuff, I can't even vaguely begin to take Google seriously. And, like, you know, full disclosure, I hate Google. I absolutely hate Google. I think they're a crappy, shady company who have way too much power and need to be regulated to hell. The fact that they control, they basically control the whole internet. Like they can bury entire businesses overnight by changing, tweaking their algorithm for YouTube or Google, you know, search. No company should have that kind of power. And frankly, I don't want them anywhere near gaming. If, If Stadia disappeared overnight, I would be happy. I would be seriously happy. But it is what it is, man. It is what it is and i don't think they're serious Mm. like i just don't they just don't seem serious about it so we'll just have to wait and see but i know my money's on azure so like playstation now which should be on azure in the future and xcloud obviously which is on azure and they're gonna have that it's not just x cloud, it's like the azure platform and if microsoft sells their technology forward so other platforms can make streaming services like can not you imagine that they might be able to do steam now and put it on azure or something like microsoft would do that because that's what they're about they're about selling services it's not just about game pass uh, it's not just about x cloud it's about the technology actually working because um for example you know um Netflix, for example, is built entirely on Amazon's streaming technology. Yes, yes. It's yes. not like Netflix it's not like Netflix went out and invented streaming codecs and stuff like that. They they use Amazon's video technology and stuff like that, you know? So on that basis, you've got to assume that X is not just gonna be for Microsoft. They're gonna sell that stuff. They're gonna sell it as part of a package of of deals and that sort of thing. I don't know. Went off on a slight tangent there. That
0: was a little little slight. But um, I wanted to transition to the big story for the day. And yeah, some people might say, well, you guys are an Xbox podcast which we primarily are because that is our focus. But I gotta say I'm going to also spin this story into a way where Xbox is involved in some manner, right? And that's the Last of Us 2 previews dropped today. Which... By the way, Last of Us Two finally got a release date coming February twentieth next year. Absolutely cannot wait. My two most anticipated games of next year are coming out ten days apart, and it was the it was the only reason State of Play was even worth watching. It was like, uh, and then okay, last three minutes. Ah, it's Last of Us Two, amazing, right? But today the previews dropped from the press, and it got. There was. <laughs> it's interesting because watching the reaction on Twitter and on social media, there is a contingent of PlayStation fans that are pissed off, and a contingent of PlayStation fans that are like, "What's the big deal? Who cares?" And it's all over Last of Us Two, and Naughty Dog removing the multiplayer of the game. Right. So you have it's just a single player experience, and this is what they had to say about it. So uh, Neil Druckmann says. It's so ambitious the game doesn't fit on one Blu ray. It's on two discs. It's so ambitious that we actually decided to make it single player only. There's no multiplayer in Last of Us Part 2. We wanted to take all the resources to make this the biggest game we've ever done. Now, I think that the thing here is like Naughty Dog has made all these ambitious single player games, and every single one of their games is always bigger than the one before it. So that's obviously more PR speak. And I think, you know, the whole like, oh, it's two discs, it's so big, is kind of also PR speak. And they're trying to spin off the multi no multiplayer as a good thing. Like, hey, like this game is just so huge, we just couldn't do multiplayer, right? Now, <laughs> the thing is here, and I'm gonna trans I'm gonna bring up like Xbox. You know, both camps are right to us- to be. You know, if you if you are somebody who loved Last of Us multiplayer. Wanted to see how they can improve upon that and take it to the next level. Then you are, and you're pissed off. I, I agree. You, you have every right to be completely pissed off that they remove that. But then I understand the people in the other camp who are like, I only play last of us for the single player. I don't care about the multiplayer. So if I, I like them devoting all their resources to the single player, I don't care. Right. I kind of am in, like, both camps because I look at it like this. Something like Halo. If 343 came out and said, you know what? This is the biggest Halo game we've ever made and we, we're dropping multiplayer to focus <laughs> on Master Chief and his story and we're building the biggest single player and co-op experience that Halo's ever done, there'd be people who'd be like, awesome. That is absolutely amazing because they don't play Halo multiplayer. Now I would be pissed off because I play Halo multiplayer. You know, it was, and still is probably my favorite type of multiplayer to play. So I'd be sitting there like, no, 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 no. Halo's always been both. And you can make the argument, well, that doesn't, you can't really make that comparison because Naughty Dog... You know, they're, it's always single player, but it's like, that's not necessarily the case. Like, every single one of their games, since Uncharted 2 has had some form of multiplayer in it. Uh, you know, Last of Us had multiplayer. Uh, Uncharted 4 had multiplayer. Uh, you know, Lost Legacy had Uncharted 4's multiplayer. So people just assumed Last of Us 2 would have it. But, then again, I bring up another example, Gears 5. Well, let's say Gears 6. Let's say the next Gears. Coalition comes out and they're like... You know what we've heard? We've heard the criticism, the talk. We want to build the biggest Gears campaign ever, but to do so, we have to cut the multiplayer. So, Gear Six will be a much bigger game, a much bigger campaign, but no verses. And you know what? I'd be one of those people out there saying, "Good choice, good decision, hundred percent." Make that single player the best it could possibly be, right? Because I don't play Gears multiplayer. So I don't care oh. if it's there or not. So I see it from both. For for Halo, for a, a multiplayer game that I love, I don't want it to see it go away and I would be pissed if it did. But for Gears, a franchise that I do enjoy, but I don't play the multiplayer for, if they got rid of, I would be applauding the decision. Yes, focus more on the single player. That's where I'm coming from. So I I see both sides of the argument here. I see... For the fans of Last of Us multiplayer, you are 100% right to be bitching about it, demanding that Naughty Dog, you know, patch it in. And then for the other players who are like, I only play Last of Us for the single player, I get it, man. Because I'm, I'd am i be the same way for Gears. I'd be the same way for Call of Duty, you know, the Call of Duty franchise. I don't play Call See, of Duty that, multiplayer. No, is pure, I, I understand. I'm pure, a man. little bit different. It's I'm not. a little, I'm a little bit Duty different. Suck. All I'm saying... <laughs> is that it all depends on on the side of the fence you're sitting on. Multiplayer doesn't matter to me in Gears, so I wouldn't care if they took it away. Multiplayer matters to me in Halo, so I would care. Multiplayer doesn't matter to me in Call of Duty, so I wouldn't care if it was gone. I'm just saying, and it doesn't matter if millions play, you know, multiplayer for either of those or millions don't. I'm just saying, like, that's the situation. Now you, I, I know you have ha, have a uh, you know uh, you know uh, something to say about this. Just so go ahead. What what do you got to say about this whole thing?
1: Well, <clears throat> I was just saying for me because I tried Last of Us multiplayer like a million years ago, and it didn't hold my attention. And then I played Last of Us single player, and it was like, oh my god, this is like a revelation, you know? And you know, it's for me whenever i and i'm not a massive sony fan or anything like that so i'm sort of speaking from the position of a normie who just sort of you know from the position of someone who just sort of hears what the the common narrative is or the common zeitgeist is when it comes to people discussing about the last of us and when it comes to discussions about the last of us no one ever talks about the multiplayer you know amongst normal random people and, like, it's always, whenever people mention The Last of Us, it's always talking about the ca- the campaign, how what it did for gaming and raising the bar for animations and cinematic storytelling and all that sort of stuff. Like, that's where it seems like the, I don't know, the contribution to the industry that is represented by The Last of Us, that's, that's what it seems like. And, you know, it, the game, the multiplayer certainly has its fan base. But if it had the engagement that Gears and Halo multiplayer has, you can bet your ass that it would be there day one. So, like, I don't buy this sort of argument that, oh, man, millions of people played it, millions millions play it every day and stuff like that. I don't buy that. Because if people did play it like that, it would it would have been a worthwhile investment for either Sony to outsource it to another dev, which is basically what they do for, like like um Halo and Gears is they outsource some of the multiplayer elements to third parties like uh, splash damage for example like splash damage worked a lot on Halo and Gears I, be- I believe it was splash damage anyway and then you've got like um you know there other studios as well contributing to Halo multiplayer I can't remember any of them off the top of my head but there's a few isn't there run there's like yeah, there's, yeah, there's yeah. more than two or I three I mean
0: even even the Gears multiplayer
1: is uh outsourced to a certain degree as well yeah But, like, Sony couldn't even, either couldn't find the studios to do it, or they didn't think it was worth spending the money.
0: I mean, here's the thing, though, with that, is Sony also sells subscriptions to PlayStation Plus, which require, which is a requirement for multiplayer. So they do have a vested economic interest in having one of their biggest franchises, you know, require multiplayer because it would, you know, people would need
1: PlayStation Plus for it. Here's... that's why I, that's 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 even more why i trust the decision because for them it's like can we outsource it and get it up to the level of quality that is befitting of what naughty dog's doing with the campaign and clearly they can't like it would come across as tacked on which is here, why i said
0: here, here's what i think happened okay i think it wouldn't have been ready in time i think it, it, like trying to get the multiplayer on day one would have delayed the game essentially a year. So now you're talking about in, as as a PlayStation 5, 5 game. Because if you go back to last year, mm. around E3 time, Naughty Dog confirmed that Last of Us 2 had multiplayer. They were hiring for multiplayer programmers. But now there's no multiplayer. So there's a couple scenarios that happened. One, which I think is the most likely scenario, is that They sat down and realized multiplayer wasn't in a great shape or wasn't up to the quality that Naughty Dog wants uh, or wouldn't be finished on time. And that's what I think happened. I I think they thought that the multiplayer wouldn't be finished on time for launch in early 2020 and that if they were going to uh, try to actually launch it together, it would have delayed the game, right? Mm -hmm. It would have delayed the game. And it would have been, like, a PS5, uh, you know, launch title alongside a PS4 release. And I don't think they were willing to do that. Two, it's still coming, but it's coming later. Um, you know, like, how Red Dead Two, Red Redemption 2 multiplayer uh, came way later after the campaign. How Cyberpunk's multiplayer is coming way later after the campaign. Like, they're still working on it, but it will be something that they add down the road, it just won't be there at launch. Now,
1: why don't they just say that?
0: Well, that's the thing. So it's like, why wouldn't you say that? Why wouldn't you be like, and for those who want the multiplayer, we'll have it for you later. But clearly something happened. It wasn't like they were just like, we're not doing multiplayer because they said it was there. They're hiring for it. Suddenly, now they say this was always a single-player experience, which I call bullshit on. Like I said, that whole, this is so ambitious, it's so ambitious, it was on two discs, blah, that's all just PR speak to make it sound like a good <laughs> fire, decision, right? Speak. That, that I mean, always- I'm just saying, like, when you look at what <laughs> happened, like, clearly they were working on multiplayer, and now there's no multiplayer, so something happened. I think it was because it wouldn't have been finished in time, and the game would have been delayed. And I don't think they wanted that. Maybe... Who knows, maybe they have, they released uh, the PlayStation 5 version of Last of Us Part 2, and that has multiplayer. You know, we've already had Sony executives talking about how they want to do more multiplayer for their games uh, next generation. Maybe this is one of them. Um, I mean, Random Guy says they're still hiring for multiplayer designers for Last of Us 2. So if they're still hiring for multiplayer designers for Last of Us 2, doesn't that kind of give credence to the thing that, it wasn't going to be ready for launch and they're just
1: going to launch it later. I, I don't know. I agree. I think, I, th- I think it's coming. I think like, I don't think that it's, uh, it's like you say, they've got a vested interest in trying to get people on PlayStation now, but like, it probably just wasn't ready and probably would have felt tacked on. And it would have like hurt the chances of making a good first impression because first impressions are important, Rand, mm-hmm. Like we all know what happened to the master chief collection. First impressions were pretty bad, and they've spent like the best part of like the last how many years, three, four, trying to repair its reputation. That's a pretty big investment trying to repair that game's reputation. And like, how the reach still isn't on PC. Who well, knows what's going on. With that. But it's but it's like
0: what you said earlier. To most people, Last of Us is a single player experience. To most people, Naughty Dog makes single player only games.
1: Do I, I mean, care? honestly, like the the passion, like when when I said like. They, they didn't want it to seem tacked on or whatever like people took it like i was saying that the original last of us multiplier was tacked on and like reading it back yeah it kind of does read like that but like the the amount of passion that people have for the, the multiplier in that mode makes me want to go back and give a second look because right. like it, you know people love that thing even though it doesn't seem like it, it sort of made sort of a, a bigger dent on the wider consciousness of of gaming and stuff and i suppose part of that is because it's like platform locked and stuff like that which is one of the reasons why microsoft's putting its games on pc now is to try and get more people on them but i don't know i i think it's i i would like i think what would you say i think it's probably still coming
0: i think it's still coming but if it was why not just why not say it was? Why not saying we're working on the multiplayer for all you fans that like Last of Us 1's multiplayer? It's coming. We just need more time and it'll launch after the game's out. There, everybody's satisfied. The people that want the single player experience are going to be like, "All right, we got it." And the people that want the multiplayer will be like, "Well, we know it's coming." Cuz that's what I think people people are just they there's a there's a big segment of 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 fans that like that mode and they just want to know it's going to be there. And if it was coming, you think they would say so. I don't, I don't like, so I don't think it's coming soon. I think it'll come later. And I think it might be even like, oh, you know, it's coming as part of, like, the PlayStation 5 version, which is maybe one of the reasons why they don't want to talk about it yet.
1: Um, maybe they want it to be 60 frames or something? I, I,
0: I mean, I don't really know. But, like, as, on, as a personal thing, as someone who doesn't play, PlayStation games for their multiplayer. I'm not interested in it. Do I care that Last of Us Part 2 has multiplayer is gone? No, I don't. I was never going to play it anyways. Right? So I'm I'm kind of like Gears in that sense. Like, I know people love Gears multiplayer and I know people love Last of Us multiplayer and yeah, they may be on different spectrums between how many people actually play it. But if they removed them from both, I wouldn't care because that's not what I play the game for. Now, Halo on the other hand, I'd be pissed.
1: Um, Halo is synonymous with multiplayer. That's the whole thing, though.
0: But but not everybody plays multi. I'm just saying, like not everybody. My whole point is not everybody plays the game for the same reasons that you do. There might be someone who only plays Halo for the co-op and the single player story, and they could couldn't give two flying shits that the competitive multiplayer was removed. Oh, you just got demonetized. I know. I probably get demonetized again. Uh, these, these podcasts always end up doing, um, but then again, you look at Sony and they're like, they, they didn't include the multiplayer for, you know, uncharted collection on the PlayStation four, for whatever reasons. Um, like a lot of their games, this gen didn't have multiplayer. The ones in the beginning did a lot of their games last gen did have multiplayer. They went away from that. They're talking about bringing it back. This this wasn't something I expected, mainly because they talked about it a year ago. They are hiring for it, so I think something's going on here, and you would have oh. to wonder, like, what is the holdup? Like, if it was just if it was coming later, if you just came out and said, "Yeah, it'll be here," uh, it just needs extra time. I, people would be like, "Okay," because nobody really complained when Red Dead's multiplayer didn't come at the same time as the game. Nobody really complained that much when. Grand Theft Auto Online multiplayer was like two months later, right? Um, which ended up being like the biggest multiplayer game of the whole generation, for the most part. Um, so I think those people just want Naughty Dog to admit that they're working on it. Like, is is that crazy? Too crazy to like? Kind of say? I mean, I I don't know. I'm, I'm just glad I'm not someone who enjoys Last of Us multiplayer because today <laughs> would have today would have sucked. Is it a mode that you're looking forward to? And they're like, yeah, it's not there. You'd be like, what? You know?
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: You agree. Anyways, uh, the other issue that we kind of have to talk about that revolves around PlayStation because it affects Xbox is the Modern Warfare Ugh, boycott thing <laughs> that's going on now. Yeah, so... Xbox
1: loses loses DLC for a whole year. Like Destiny. Yeah, so...
0: Activision, one of the slimiest publishers around, uh, during State of Play announced that Modern Warfare on the PlayStation 4 had a mode within a mode. That's another thing people don't understand. It's not the entire Spec Ops mode, but a mode within Spec Ops. Um, It's the co-op mode, the right? The co-op mode. So... Spec Ops. So it's like Spec Ops Survival. Um, so that was... So that is exclusive for a year for PlayStation. And a lot of Xbox fans are upset because they saw this go down with... Destiny for Destiny 1 and Destiny 2. A lot of content was time-gated. Um... And uh, I got to address uh, Mr. Alex Escobar in the chat. Uh, He says, So wait, you quick to talk about the bad news but didn't make a video on State of Play? Xbox fans on YouTube are pathetic. My boy Alex coming at me. I didn't make a video about State of Play because I decided I was done making videos about State of Play and Inside Xbox because uh, they aren't worth making videos about. Um... So, I just, like, Last of Us, I've talked about Last of Us and how much I'm looking forward to the game plenty of times. And the reason, and I don't know what you mean, like, the bad news from State of Play. Like, this is literally a mode that they announced during State of Play. It's got nothing to do about State of Play itself. That's what we're talking about here. And I'll be the first one to say, Alex, Inside Xbox is garbage. Inside Xbox is very bad and i've told people at xbox who work there that inside xbox is very bad and that they need to redo the show so i've been pretty vocal about that uh i haven't said much about state of play because it's not worth making a video about Would you want you want me to make a video about how much i'm looking forward to last of us part two again because maybe I will. Maybe I'll make a video about it tomorrow. Maybe I'll make a video about it tomorrow saying how much I'm looking forward to Last of Us 2 and then talk about the multiplayer situation. Thanks, Alex. You just gave me a good video idea for tomorrow. I appreciate it. Alex is funny, though. He's just giving me shit. <laughs> you could have made a video on Last of Us 2 reveal and release day. Yeah, I... You know, it's, it's almost like some people have lives and I can't always make YouTube videos every single day of the week. If this was a Microsoft game, you've been all over it. Yeah. I mean I do cover Microsoft games pretty frequently on this channel. You know I am an Xbox fan, so I've talked about Last of Us Two quite often. The voice uh, sounds kind of emo. Well, Al- Alex is just he, he he's just uh, he's just kind of a uh, emo. Yeah, he's just he can, he, can, he can he can he can he can he can he can be a troll sometimes. It's fine though. It's fine. Yeah, eh, It's Sounds it's emo. whatever. <laughs> Name of the video, Last of Us 2 by Alex. Anyways, so Modern Warfare 2. Modern Warfare has the mode exclusive to PlayStation uh, for a year. And,
1: all right, Jez, how do you feel about this? Well, I'm not surprised because, let's face it, it's Activision. Who are kind of scummy, you know? Let's not beat around the bush. They're pretty scummy company they told us last year that black ops 4 would have dedicated servers it didn't they lied um they told gamers that it wouldn't have loot boxes and pay to win they lied they added them in after the review period so i'm not surprised really and i've just kind of they are just the worst scummiest slimiest publisher that seems to get away with all the stuff that we give shit give EA shit for basically and i don't know why they get away with it i think it's because they only make they only really make one game and like most people just accept that call of duty is this ridiculous cash cow where like activision abuse the the talents of their studios to make make money for bobby kotick and his billionaire friend shareholders and stuff like fine it is what it is um i'm not surprised uh do i care no, not really, because I wouldn't have played the mode anyway, and I ain't going to buy the new Call of Duty because of the whole lying about Black Ops 4 m dedicated servers thing. Because I went out and bought it on the basis of it having dedicated servers, which they said to us in an interview. And um, when it came to playing it, it was like, oh, this is the same crappy netcode that Call of Duty's had for 50 billion years. Oh, look, player player host migration. That, that wouldn't happen if it had dedicated servers. So, no, I... Ain't Personally, I don't give a damn, because I ain't giving them another penny for that franchise as long as I live. Now, when it comes to Xbox fans being pissed, I think, like, the only way you can really get at Activision for this is to stop it being worth their while, which is basically don't buy the game. Problem is, it's not going to stop people buying the game. You know, Call of Duty is going to be the biggest selling game of 2019 on Xbox, 'Cause it is every year. Because nobody really cares about that stuff. Nobody cared when the um when the campaign was removed, it was still the top selling game of the year, or one of the top selling games of the year. Nobody cared, Rand. Because people just buy a year in Europe year because it's it's like sports game now. It's like it's the game people buy in the mainstream. It's a mainstream brand. So like all this talk of boycotting and stuff, it's not gonna even do anything. It's not gonna dent the sales at all. No, I mean I, just, I
0: understand yeah, yeah. yeah, I get it. I mean cuz <laughs> Borderlands sold 5 million copies in 5 days and uh, the PC gamers were going to boycott that didn't really uh, happen that much, which we'll talk about later. But yeah, I don't really think the boycotts really do that much. I'm buying this Call of also Duty. You should
1: talk about like um uh, like harassing the developers and stuff. You don't you, yeah, well, that's the, pointless. Yeah, the developers it's the, not their decision.
0: Yeah, the developers it ain't their choice. This is a choice made at the high levels of Activision. You know, Sony's like we're willing to pay you money to market it, but you know we want something for our money. And Activision is like, well, what can we give you? Because Activision want to crossplay, and obviously, if you're doing crossplay or Call of Duty want to crossplay, like then the maps and the modes and everything that you can normally sell exclusive for 30 days can no longer be sold as exclusive, right? Like you can't sell, you can't, you can't do crossplay and then have like well these maps are only available on PlayStation and stuff for for the first month. So it's like everything needed to everything needed to like be set there. So you're looking at it like well what can we sell? It's like well there's this mode within Spec Ops that's a survival mode that is probably going to be the least played mode out of everything. And oh, uh they're like all right, fine, give us that. Give us that. Like give us that multiplayer.
1: And yeah, see this is the thing is, it's it's not so much the mode it's that's pissing people off, I think. Because, as I say, most Xbox fans, they don't care. They don't care. They're not going to play this mode. Honestly, PlayStation fans aren't going to play this mode. PC games aren't going to play this mode. Nobody's going to play this mode. Everyone's just going to play multiplayer deathmatch, team deathmatch, like they always do. Because that's what Call of Duty is. It's a team deathmatch game, you know? But what it what is annoying is that it's, it's the precedent, right? It sets the precedent and it's just scummy it's just lame and it's just like it sets this sort of tone like you're not as important a customer to us as these other customers over here that's what that's what it says you know and that's what destiny said it was like oh okay you're going to pay the same price as these customers but you're going to get you're going to get less content you just got to deal with it you you're not as important you know it's the it's the tone and the precedent which is the stuff the part that sucks but the only thing you can do is just not buy the game not buy the game and just forget activision because it's honestly it's activision at this point it's they are they are the scummy company at the top doing all this crap like they did it in destiny they put they lie about their games they put loot boxes in without the developer's permission and stuff like that they don't care about making good games all they care about is your money they don't care about making good games. If they did, it would have dedicated servers like Battlefield and Overwatch have. It they, they would have, like like, more frequent engine updates than they do. It would have all this stuff that other game developers put in their games because they want to make a good game. Activision don't care about making good games. They care about making fat cash with the least effort possible. The only reason they've updated parts of the engine now is because it's getting to a point where they can't get away with it anymore, you know. And it's getting to a point where, I mean, if if EA didn't screw up Battlefield Five so much, Battlefield Five was really, really coming close to becoming like a serious sort of second option for Call of Duty fans. It was really coming close. And you had like, do you remember the the whole dislike the trailer dislikes for uh, Infinite Warfare, and then Battlefield One again, or like loads of positivity and on all that sort of stuff and like Battlefield 5s just got it just got a map that was promised in June and it's only just come out so like but EA yeah, screwed all all that opportunity there but that's a whole other conversation but
0: okay let me I don't but know. let me ask this question if PlayStation is going to continue this right because they do have a history of for the mar- for the marketing that they buy for their games they always tend to get some exclusive content for their customer base. Which mm-hmm. is something Microsoft used to do. During the 360 era. And even some of the early Xbox One era. Before Phil took over. Because Phil's talked about how he doesn't like that. How he's not a fan of that. But Sony really does do this. Right? So if Sony's going to do this more often. Which I think they probably will. We've heard that they're they're basically shunning indie developers. And going and strengthening their relationships. With AAA publishers. Uh, for the PlayStation Five, presumably money for marketing, and when Sony extends money for marketing, they want something in return—you uh, know, content that's exclusive. So, if Sony's doing that going forward, does Microsoft have to do fight
1: that? Or well, th- this is this is the other precedent that they're setting. And now, notice how I, I blame Activision and not Sony for this, because what Sony is saying to its fans is, "We will invest in you." we will invest in getting you exclusive content and you know i think that's that's a good thing for a publisher uh, platform holder to do and when microsoft says like you know and i love phil but when phil says i don't like doing that because i think it's bad for the industry and it, it's kind of like what he's what he's saying to a lot of xbox fans is and i respect that position i respect the position that he wants to not play dirty and stuff like that i respect that But at the same time, what he's saying to some Xbox fans is we don't want to spend the money to compete with Sony on those exclusivity deals. Which is like, and I can understand why. This is all about precedent. It's not about the mode. Nobody cares about the mode, really. It's about whether Xbox will fight to get those kind of deals for Xbox fans. I remember like, they took so much flack and hatred for uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider being a timed exclusive. Right. Rise of the Tomb
0: Raider,
1: right. yeah, yeah, Rise of the Tomb Raider. But like, they took a lot of, they took a lot of heat for that, and a lot of criticism from all corners of the industry. But when Sony does it, nobody seems to mind so much, you know. And I, I don't know why. It feels like a bit of a double standard, to me, but that's that's a whole other conversation. Personally, I think Microsoft should do go down this route too i think they should do that because like these these indie exclusives are nice you know but like they ain't sort of what i would call system sellers you know
0: so do you so so you feel that phil has to do that to show xbox fans that he will fight for them that that their dollar is as important to him as sony's fans dollar is as as important to playstation
1: well like i'm sure i think what microsoft would do and i I can always sort of imagine what their marketing team would say or what their pr would say is like we we do that through game pass like we spend that money and we give gamers value through game pass which is like why we got metro exodus and and stuff like that and that is like really good value but it's kind of like a lot of those deals, like... They're few and far in between on that sort of level. And... I think a lot of people still aren't sold to the, on the idea of Game Pass in general. And, like, when... Sony seems to just go after, like, the simple, easy-to-understand narrative. You know? And it's it's just like, this is exclusive on PlayStation. This is exclusive on PlayStation. That's easy to understand. For, for a normie. When most normies don't even know what Game Pass is, right? So, it's kind of like... In a way, I still think that those exclusives set a powerful tone, which Xbox just doesn't have right now, in a lot of ways. Do hmm. they have to do it? I don't know if they have to do it, and I don't honestly have the information in front of me to, su- to suggest whether or not it even matters, whether or not most people care, whether or not the only people that care really are angry people on Twitter. I don't have that data in front of me, and I'm, I would hope that Microsoft does, but if I'm just talking out of my ass, which is what this podcast all about, <laughs> I, would say, I, would prefer, I would prefer Microsoft did show that it's willing to go out and take those kind of deals like Sony's.
0: I think Xbox, Sony... it's like what uh, Subzetic says in chat. I think they're more interested in Game Pass deals than they are third-party exclusive stuff. So they'd rather yeah. spend their money on getting a game in Game Pass or like... You know, you you have something like uh, Metro Exodus, which Microsoft marketed. They didn't get anything exclusive for it, but it's possible, considering that game came to Game Pass, that maybe part of that was, you know, a commitment to come to Game Pass four months later. And that's worth it more for Microsoft than it is getting, like, an exclusive gun or some exclusivity on, you know, DLC for 30 30 days. Um, I, I think the Modern Warfare thing is just a holdover from... I think I think the fact that they got a mode for a year is just from the fact that Call of Duty's moved in a direction where, like, since everything's crossplay and everything needs to be day one and all, everywhere to actually work, this was the only thing that they could sell, and it probably, it probably will happen for the next Call of Duty game if Sony, you know, uh, re-ups their marketing agreement for it. Uh, because I think
1: this could be like a ca- like a consolation prize over Destiny. Leave it very
0: well um, could be it, you're very it, you're right it, like d- they had that strong thing with destiny they were supposed to have exclusive content now bungie's in control bungie's back talking to microsoft microsoft is advertising some of their stuff so sony may be looking at like listen activision you owe us something for our money like we you know like we want something like and with Modern Warfare, they did get you know early beta access, uh, you know where it was like a week before and stuff like that. So it's possible Activision would be like, all right, here, um, like this this is to make it up for that. I, I didn't even really think about the whole you know Destiny thing. Mm. Um, but I mean, like with Modern Warfare setting the precedent that crossplay is a thing, and like the maps and everything are are day one now, like. They kind of got to continue with that for the next game, whether it's Black Ops 5 or whatever, because now you set the standard really, what, for your own else? franchise.
1: Yeah. And what else do they have, really, besides Call of Duty and the Blizzard IPs? Which, And I, I think Blizzard still probably has enough control to to veto some of that stuff. But, like, I don't know. I do think this is something to do with Destiny going independent.
0: Yeah, so probably. Jay Slayer says, Rand, do you think Cyberpunk will come to Game Pass since Microsoft has the marketing rights? So here's here's the thing about that. A lot of the games Microsoft does marketing for, they end up in Game Pass. Devil May Cry 5, um, Metro Exodus, uh, Just Cause 4. A, a lot of those games do. Uh, but they also have the marketing for the new Star Wars game, which they put out a new trailer today. Microsoft is also selling Star Wars bundles. Of course, not a custom bundle, which is a missed opportunity to have a custom Star Wars bundle in some way, like Sony did back in 2015. Um, I think that's a missed opportunity not to uh, have a Star Wars bundle. But, no, I don't expect... See, I don't think it works for all that stuff. So, like, Star Wars definitely will not be in Game Pass, because EA has their own subscription service that they want you to subscribe to. And I'm pretty sure there hasn't been an EA game in Game Pass. Um, so Cyberpunk and Microsoft does have the marketing for, but they also have the marketing for Witcher as well. And Witcher didn't show up in Game Pass. So I doubt Cyberpunk will show up either because, you know, CD Projekt Red just maybe not interested in that. Maybe they're just like, we're going to sell millions and millions and millions and millions of copies already. So we don't need, you know, the extra money that Game Pass would give because we just want our game to sell you know we want you know like who knows i so no i don't i don't think so i don't i don't think um that'll actually happen but i mean do you think uh so i mean uh, to the boycott thing jez should xbox fans boycott this whole thing at the end of the day
1: yeah i think they should they, they absolutely because...
0: should speak with your wallet I
1: it, it, if, because... it, if it
0: matters to you speak with your wallet right
1: yeah speak with your wallet if it if it, if it makes you mad then don't buy the game like but i would have said boycott black ops 4 i would have said boycott the game before that i would honestly say just boycott activision cuz screw activision you know yeah which i i'm a hypocrite because i love blizzard games so
0: yeah. shout out to lumi for the super chat thanks for the support brother
1: um it's it's tough man because like when when like games and franchises you're emotionally invested in like for me like mass effect and world of warcraft and and stuff like that are controlled by companies that are just massive assholes it's kind of like i don't want to give those companies companies money but the devs deserve to be paid and yeah it's it's really tough you know and again like thinking about it it's like do i really really think like it's worth boycotting over and stuff to like those devs worked really hard to make a game. And, like, one of the one of them actually, like, put out a tweet. Like, we put our heart and souls into this game. And, like, they're taking all the crap from Activision, Activision's behaviour, you know, at the end of the day. But I can't think of any other way to make Activision listen or care. The only thing they care about is the bottom line at the end of the day. That's yeah. the only thing that can change things. And, like, I'd have to hope that, you know... They would change if things got, you know, hairy for them. And the publishers are like, "Well, why does everyone?" The uh, shareholders are like, "Well, why does everyone how you got? Why is the money coming?" Stuff like that.
0: Well, Combo One Sixty Four in the super chat says, "So they should cut paid content for platform wars. Terrible road we're going down if that becomes the norm." Um, and there is a sense, and people did bitch about this during Destiny One and Destiny Two that. If I'm paying for a product and the product I'm getting is less than the product someone else is getting, then I shouldn't pay the same price for it. Like, So in that sense, since that mode is gone from Modern Warfare, should Xbox fans pay less for the game because they're not getting the same product that PlayStation fans are getting? There is an argument to be made for that, Jazz. Same thing with like Destiny when it was like, one strike, a full strike, when there was only three, was exclusive to PlayStation for a year. It's like, okay, wait a minute. I'm paying the same price a PlayStation gamer is paying, but I'm getting less content. You know? like That's like, eh. And it's not like for 30 days, it's not like, oh, it'll be out after, you know, like a month after, You know the like control, like oh well the the expansions are first on PlayStation, but you know a month later, um, it's literally like a year. So it's like, should the game be cheaper for Xbox? Um, There's an argument to be made there. Now personally, you know because people have asked me, are you getting Modern Warfare? And this kind of goes back to a little bit a tie in with The Last of Us removing multiplayer because I've told you before, Ran doesn't care about Call of Duty multiplayer. What does Rand care about in Call of Duty? Rand cares about the the campaign. And I know that makes me weird, right? But I, I love Modern Warfare 1 and Modern Warfare 2, Call of Duty Black Ops 1, Call of Duty Black Ops 2, Infinite Warfare, okay? I've bought them all. I mean, I'll try out the multiplayer here and there. I won't play it for long because I don't care about it, right? Last year's Call of Duty, Black Ops 4 did not have a campaign. It only had Battle Royale, which I tried out in the beta, and I hated it. It had multiplayer and had zombies. So what do you think I did? I didn't buy the game, because it didn't Mm. have the mode that I wanted to play. Call of Duty Modern Warfare, though, coming back, has multiplayer, a mode which I'm not going to play, and the Spec Ops mode with the survival, you know, like, tacked on survival thing, which is exclusive to PlayStation, that... I'm not going to play anyways. What is Rand going to play with Call of Duty? Oh, Rand's interested in the multiplayer. Or Rand's interested in the single player, sorry. So will I be buying Call of Duty Modern Warfare? You're damn right. Because what is the only thing that matters to me in Call of Duty? The single player. So I'm getting it. <laughs> I didn't get it last year when it, have multi- when it didn't have the single player, but I'm getting it this year because that is what I want. It'd be the same thing. Gear 6! Hey, we're announcing that Gear Six only has single player. Alright, day one, even more excited. You know, no multiplayer though. I'd be like, I don't care. Halo Halo seven has has no multiplayer, I'd be like, not getting it. It needs to have it. Not getting it. You know what I mean? Rand speaking about Rand in third person. Yeah, I know, crazy, right? But no, be, I'm getting Modern Warfare. Right.
1: You, you're, full, you're a true YouTuber when you start I'm, doing. yeah,
0: I know, right? Like, share, likes, like, share, subscribe, and obey, as as they say in the uh, Borderlands. Oh God, Jez, have have you heard anything about the Borderlands three villains? Oh my God, how cringy and bad oh, yeah, and annoying no. they are! They're streamers, it, 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 dude. They're streamers. What? Yeah, oh. they're they're streamers. They're, they're they and their whole thing is like when they when they go live and they stream to their huge audience they go like share and obey. Oh God, it's so horrible, mm. dude. I know Nine Live says Ran you're supporting these kind of practices. I mean, sure, I guess by saying I'm buying the game that I'm supporting the practice, but then again, I can't. Here's the thing: I don't, I, I can't stir up outrage. About something I don't care about. You know what I mean? Like, does PlayStation having that mode exclusive for a year matter to me? Now, I could put on a front and play a character and talk about how this should matter to you, damn it. Because it matters to me, right? And I will not stand for this because outrage and controversy sells on YouTube like no other. Just look how mostly every video for the about anything is always negative. You should be outraged, right? But I can't do that. I, I like I can't care I can't be outraged about something I just don't care about. So I look at it like do I do I honestly care about survival mode being exclusive to the PlayStation? And personally, I just can't muster I just don't care. I don't that's not what I play Call of Duty for. Like I said before, if they removed... If the if the entire multiplayer was exclusive to PlayStation for a year, I wouldn't care. I'd still get the game because all I care about is the single player. Now, if the single player was exclusive to PlayStation for a year, goddamn right, I'd be fucking pissed.
1: <laughs> oh my god, you got demonetized again.
0: Yeah, I know, right? I don't know. It, it's just... I, I, I don't know. I'm just... I'm just, I guess I'm just speaking my truth. I just, it's hard for me to get personally outraged and upset about something that I'm not interested in. But I understand, I understand people's, like, if you're interested in that stuff, like, I understand that people pissed off about Last of Us not having multiplayer. I get it. I 100% get it. And you should be pissed off. And if you're interested in that mode and you don't like that practice, then yeah, I get it. I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong at at all like if that's how you feel and you're really pissed off about and all that stuff like 100 percent. you know you do you i just per, like i guess maybe it just hasn't happened to something that i personally care about so it's like i i'm not at that point but i'm just i'm not going to fake i'm not i guess i'm just saying is i'm not going to fake it I, i'm not going to uh, you know like Pretend that I care for, you know, likes and views and, you know, shares and stuff like that. Like, I just, it's, I just don't care. Does that make me a bad Jez?
1: No, it makes you someone who doesn't care. Yeah. And uh, that's the luxury of uh, not having to care so much about getting likes and shares is that you don't have to be fake.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, I probably should care because if I could, like, act outraged and be believable, then I could be, like, you know, Jim Sterling and Young Ye and <laughs> Angry Joe, like we're so mad about microtransactions. You know, like <laughs> oh man. Like it's, sure. it's 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 like every time not. there's a microtransaction story, here comes the usual suspects to, you know, like bank in on the outrage surrounding it, right?
1: Um Yeah, yeah. But you know, you mentioned something which I wanted to talk briefly about um you know um, well i don't i don't know what your thoughts are on it but star wars trailer dropped yes did you watch it i did i did watch it yes what did you think
0: i actually i i've been looking forward to the game uh you know since it was announced i think it looks cool respawn has never let me down yet uh it looks kind of like Sekiro light and you know how much i love Sekiro. And you, Do you, know, yeah, you think I'm a-
1: they're gonna make a Star Wars game as difficult as Sekiro?
0: No, obviously not. Obviously, they are not going to make a Star Wars game as sec- as difficult as Sekiro. I'm I'm just saying it looks like it has elements of Sekiro, and it's probably going to be for someone like me who's a master—well, not a master of Sekiro—but who has beaten the challenge that Sekiro has offered and then destroyed Blood Bloodborne. You know, a game that was just so easy in comparison. Like I can imagine myself just blitzing through the Star Wars game, being like i already played a harder version of this you know with not but it just didn't have you know force powers now i got force powers
1: randy's so so pro at games no 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 no
0: trust me like i i i I, 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 I spent a lot of time playing Sakura. like i spent uh, dude i spent like that that first troll boss or like troll mini boss in Sakura. i spent two and a half hours fighting him the final boss of the game took me four hours Four, hour, four, four, four hours. Four hours, because he's like one. He has four forms. So, and and every time you die, you gotta start off from the first form. So it's like, okay, finally I figured out the first form, and okay, I die in the second form, and it's like forty five minutes later. Okay, I can do the first form and the second form, but oh god, the third form just just wrecks me, and it's like an hour and a half later. Finally, I can do all three first forms, and it's like now the fourth form wrecks me, and it's like. You know what I mean? So it's like if it's Sekiro Light, which it looks like, and it's a Metroidvania because it's open world and you can go and kind of like go to different planets and stuff, then I'm gonna enjoy it. I, I don't it doesn't need to be as much of a challenge as Sekiro was, uh, for for me. Um, why? Like, so did you like it?
1: I thought it looked interesting. Like, it's difficult because I've got this sort of impression of EA now, like that they can't make good games. So I'm struggling to get. I'm struggling to let myself get too excited for it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm just sort of like, man, EA, come on. But like, I'm hoping, man. I've I got some hopes that it'll be good. Yeah, I love. I love my Star Wars, man. I love my Star Wars. Like Disney Plus is a definite subscription for me. Um, even though like I absolutely hated the most recent movie. Um, What was it called now? The Last Jedi. I can't even remember what it's called. My mind's trying to block it out. But um, I- I'm hopeful, man. But at the same time, I'm sort of keeping my expectations in check. It looks interesting. I don't know. I guess we'll wait and see. What I am excited for, though, is um, the Outer Worlds. Did you watch the Inside Xbox clip? I did. Clip yes. Showed? And
0: Outer Worlds looks pretty good. Looks... Uh... And that comes out what, end of October? Uh, same day as Modern Warfare, I believe? Twenty fifth. Same day know. as Modern Warfare. Um You wanna talk briefly about Inside Xbox? Do you like Inside Xbox? Does anybody like Inside Xbox, I guess? I mean I uh...
1: hate I hate Inside Xbox. You yeah, know, and I feel bad because I know that they put a lot of work into it, you know. And it's not it's not easy, you know, putting a live show together like that. But like it feels really off tone. I don't it's just got this weird sort of fellow kids sort of over corporate super safe vibe which just doesn't feel it just doesn't appeal to me you know, and like I wanna say like it's a, it's a matter of taste or something but i I don't know anyone who really likes it, you know, so maybe like i mean maybe it's it's aimed at more like normal people or something i honestly don't know but i i am a big fan of it i don't do i think they should do away with it i think like they could stand to change the format a bit like let the game speak for themselves a bit more um maybe do some off-camera interviews and stuff instead of like i don't know trying to be all cool and hip like maybe i'm just resentful because i'm not cool and hip do you think that's what it is ran Are we just not cool enough to like it
0: I think the format doesn't do it any favours. I think the live format needs to go. There's no benefit for that show being live. I think mm. the main issue with the show is they don't have the content to last an hour. So, mm. because they don't have yes. the content to last an hour, it needs to be shorter. It needs to be half an hour.
1: And if you don't need... you well, don't. I need... don't know why it needs to have a strict format. Like, every Nintendo Direct is a completely different length. Like, why does they always have to... They should be looking at Nintendo Direct if I had to do these things. Like, Nintendo Directs are just like, here's what you need to know. most of, Mostly from the developers. And, like, that's. They, they just give you all the stuff you need. You know, you did don't you, need to, like.
0: Did you watch the idea at Xbox? Cool. I'm
1: so hipster. Did you
0: watch the idea at Xbox Game Pass thing today?
1: No, I didn't. Much,
0: much, much better. That is the format they need to adopt. Um
1: i will I will check that out then because... it's it, it, it's
0: it's it's quick it's to the point it's got new games and the developer interviews are short and to the point because it's edited it doesn't need to be live there's no point for that show to be live right it, and if you say well, the point is because you can have the ticker tape at the bottom with the tweets coming in from youtube from Twitter it's like you can still have that in a recorded video you know like you just would run the same overlay for it the main and... problem outside of it being too long for the content they have, is whoever is writing the dialogue and the scripts needs to go. That stuff is corny and cringy, and the dialogue between hosts is completely unnatural. Like, they're asking the host to be, like, super energetic. Like, there's this clip going around of Rikari and Kate... And Kate's like another game coming to Xbox Game Pass. Awesome game, high five! And he doesn't high five her, so she high fives herself. Cringy, dude. Oh. It's cringy. You know oh, what I mean? Oh
1: God! It, like, why did I have to be fake, man? I just—I
0: don't know. It's because I don't. Right. Because I think. Because I think it's part of whoever they hire out for the production team to to write this stuff cuz i've talked to other people behind you know that that know some stuff and it's like xbox writes them scripts and it's like stuff you would never say in real life but they think that's what gamers say you know what i mean
1: <laughs> game, so, epic, epic gamer speak
0: yeah so it's like i think they just need to they need to call like it doesn't need to be an hour long you're looking at 30 minutes max it needs to be pre-recorded so you can cut out the stuff that doesn't work the interviews need to be shorter more to the point more game footage Cut the dialogue, make it seem realistic, and you have a you have a show. You don't need to do one, you know, maybe you do four a year, and that's it, and it would be fine. Take a look at the idea at Xbox Game Pass thing that they posted today. Much better format. It's it's like 20 minutes, and it's just boom, 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 game, 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 quick interview, it's over, it's on to the next thing. Right? Like the, the jokes and the stuff that they do are absolutely horrible for that show. And I think they want it to be different than State of Play and, and the, the Nintendo Direct. Like, well, Nintendo's already doing this, and Sony's already kind of doing that, which is basically the Nintendo Direct. We want to do this, and it's just like, it's, it's not working. I don't know who it's for. It's not for anybody like us. Super hardcore. Yeah. I can't imagine the casuals even know about it, would even watch it. So I, I just wonder, who's the show for? And sometimes it does come across as an ad. Like they're up there, you know Jeff Rubenstein, who I like a lot. He's up there and he's like putting Rockstar cans on the table. Like, pick up Rockstar. It's got seven days of Game Pass. It's like, dude, that's a little cringe, man. Like, you selling me Rockstar Rockstar energy drinks now? <laughs> like, come on. Like, I, you know, I don't know. Either oh, way, I, I like Jeff a lot. He's a, he's a great guy. I like him too. Like, I why just, are they making him? Do and that? I think they're just making <laughs> him do that. It's just like, here's what we need to do, and here's what your your part of the, your script is. And I, you know, and. This, it is what it is. Um, Sigh. And during the show, they announced the, the xCloud info, the sign-up, finally coming. And, you know, before even getting to that, if you're enjoying the show, uh, make sure you hit the like button, subscribe to the channel for more you know, <laughs> podcasts like this and upcoming videos and stuff like that. Uh, follow Jazz on Twitter. Run, follow me on Twitter. Hey man, I, I only do it like once or twice during the show. I mean, it's like a two hour show that we do, so I only Bike ask I only a- I only ask if you're enjoying <laughs> the show if you enjoy the show, like to hit comments. the like button. If you're not enjoying the show, then don't be don't feel obliged to hit the like button. You know, I said at the beginning of all my videos if you enjoy the video, hit the like button. Which means if you don't enjoy it, then I don't expect you to hit it. You know, I get plenty of dislikes too. But Aww. Yeah, you know. XCloud. That, that, why
1: would you dislike Rand? That's mean. Because there you are people. Are mean. There's all you know, like when you get to a certain
0: level I, of, you know, like visibility on YouTube and stuff, like people just people will click I on your it. videos just to downvote it because they don't like you personally, you know? Yeah. So it's just like, oh, that Rand posted a new up. video, click down. Like, okay, I and I don't downvote anybody's videos on YouTube. I only I either don't don't like but i will like if i like the video i'll like it but i
1: never downvote a video so um i downvote um music videos that i don't like okay
0: music videos okay um so xcloud info so finally coming next month uh united states united kingdom and korea which was kind of a surprise although maybe not really with that announcement they made uh that they were partnering with somebody a uh, T-Mobile also announced that they're working together uh, with T-Mobile uh, and Xbox, which is the carrier I have. However, the big drawback... Do you have T-Mobile? Hmm. Yes, I have T-Mobile. Um, the big drawback is that there is no iOS. Well, outside of the fact that it's only in three countries, okay? And this is part That's of not the... A drawback. What are you talking about? What? What do you mean? That's
1: not a drawback. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I mean,
0: only 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 uh, only th- three countries, you know. But I understand it's a test, you know. They probably they only need a few people, like they don't need everybody coming in there right away. I get it, you know. Obviously, United States, United Kingdom, the two biggest areas for Xbox. Um, but uh, Android only, no iOS. Yep. So I, if you guys recall, I recently switched from Android this past holiday to the apple to ios i have an iphone oh, I, I have an iphone xr i believe um so why i you do that why did i do that because i don't it's another thing i don't care about the phones i don't care about android or apple i but i trust me i know people do care because when i posted that i switched from android to apple holy cow you think people are like PS4 versus Xbox versus Nintendo? <laughs> I'm so mad, right?
1: I ain't got nothing Dude, that, that, on that's that. The on, that's the only thing I really get fanboyish about is phone.
0: Yeah, like, like you should see my mentions for that tweet because holy crap. <laughs> man the people were like, how could you leave android android so much better and and then the apple fans were like welcome to paradise and being number one i'm like i don't care it's like i paradise. i did it's like whatever i don't use my phone that much like i don't it, whatever right um so no so no ios for for android i did sign up for it though because i still have my android phone i doubt i'll get into it because this android phone is a piece of crap uh lg i think i have an lg g3 so I doubt I'll actually get into, and I and I'm not. That's not something I'll be using a lot. Like I want to see if it works. You know what I mean?
1: You don't. You don't know, man. Like you, you've sort of assumed this idea. I won't use this. I, won't, I, I, won't use I I know I won't. I'm not a dirty mobile game. I know I won't use it. You might use it, man. No, I won't.
0: I already know. You I might won't. use it. No, I won't. I will not use like, it. If it's if it's super good, you might use it. What? <sighs> You know, this is the same thing my my buddy Maka said to me when he asked me, uh, "What game was it? Uh, Katana Zero, right?" He's like, or or the Messenger. He's like, "What?" He's like, "Cause I bought Katana Zero for the Switch, and he, and it's also on PC." And he's like, "Well, why didn't you just pl- buy it on your PC and play it on your PC?" And I'm like, "Because my PC is hooked up to a 27 inch 1080p monitor." And my Nintendo Switch is hooked up to my 4K LG OLED B8. And I would much rather play a game on my television than I would on my computer monitor. And it's kind of the same thing with this. Like, I don't really want to play... If I'm going to play Halo 5 Guardians, um, I want to play it on my TV. I don't want to play it on my, uh, you know ios phone uh my screen now granted you know like oh well what if you have a an ipad well i don't have an ipad currently um so yeah but what do you what do you, what do you think about ios not being included
1: it's what do you mean not being included it's not microsoft's doing mate i'll tell you that okay right now. i guess maybe the
0: better answer should be will ios be included as part of xCloud as a way to to experience Xbox games on the go in the future? Is this something people can reasonably expect? Like, one day when, when X Cloud comes out of public trials, will iOS be a platform they can play the games on?
1: I think, like, the Android is easy because Google has a monopoly, pretty much. Like, I know iOS is big in America, but it's not anywhere else, pretty much. Like, Android is by far the biggest platform. And because of that, Google can't block services on their platform because regulators will be like, oh, hang on a sec, you've got a monopoly. You can't you can't do this. It's anti-competitive. So Google can't get away with blocking xCloud on its platform, similarly to how Microsoft couldn't get away with blocking Steam on Windows, stuff like that. They've got a monopoly. They have to let it in. Apple, on the other hand, can sort of skirt around it to some degree because they don't have their install base isn't as big as android and um they can sort of get away with it a bit more now because of that they can ask for like ridiculous requests of people trying to put their stuff onto ios and netflix and spotify have been critical of how apple is anti-competitive when it comes to services on ios and android because like especially spotify spotify released a whole website about it Basically saying like they they're trying to make it hard for us to do business on iOS because they want to push Apple Music blah blah blah, and they they make us subjected to all these ridiculous rules which um they don't subject themselves to, and it's it's sort of a similar sort of scenario with XCloud when a major service from a competing platform wants to hit an iOS, they have to sort of jump Apple makes them jump through hoops now I don't it's I'm not going to sit here and say that it'll never come to iOS because it probably will. And because Microsoft has enough clout that they can do a good deal with Apple to make it, you know, worthwhile for all platforms. But now that Apple has Apple Arcade, it does frustrate things a little bit to some degree. Like Microsoft and Apple have, have worked a lot more closely in recent years than they have previously. Like Satya Nadella has been on stage at Apple conferences a lot. And they're, they're not sort of... They don't hate each other like they used to, to some, to some degree. But I do think, like, because of the arcade stuff that it's going to be a little bit more complicated getting it onto that platform unlike unlike um android which is pretty much an open platform pretty much because it has to be because google would piss off regulators so i think it will come to ios eventually um they've certainly you know hinted at that fact but it it should come as no surprise that every single test device iOS um for Xcloud sorry has been an Android device. Like mm-hmm. at every show, it's always been Android. It doesn't seem like there's any form of beta for it on on um on iOS right now because they're still probably in negotiations with your boys Apple. So I do yeah. think GoCon, but it's just it's just it's just more complicated because of the way iOS is, I guess.
0: And shout out to Spitfire Spud in the super chat. He says, "UK? Question mark. I am gutted. It's not available in Ireland too, since we are literally next door. Come on, Microsoft, slash Xbox."
1: Yeah, that is weird actually, because Microsoft has a data center in Ireland and they speak English in Ireland. It makes literally no sense. But at the same time, Cortana isn't available in Ireland, I, and I, which is also really strange I, I don't i don't know why that would be i i suppose i could ask but like they want this to be global it's not it's not going to be like cortana which is bound to you know cultural stuff and all that sort of thing it will come to other other countries eventually and like i know i i know from talking to people at xbox that a lot of xbox employees they've been they've just been using it all over the world it's it's already enabled at a lot of data centers all over the and they've been traveling traveling, and using it personally and stuff like that. So it's not like it's not going to be there. Do you it's find just it, a matter of... Do you find sorry, it
0: strategic gosh. or interesting that they will have xCloud and public trials before Stadia launches in November? Even though I guess um, you could say Stadia did their public trials last year.
1: Uh, I, It does feel a bit weird, actually. How, I mean, have you seen how bare bones the trial is going to be? There's not going to be any, like, when when they showed off the original concepts, there was going to be touch controls, there was going to be, like, a special UI specifically for each game, or, like, developers could tap into it making a touch UI for the game, and also there was going to be, like, special APIs for scaling text and stuff like that, because obviously, like, you won't be able to read text on a tiny ass screen so they have to be scaled up and stuff like that a lot of that a lot of those features aren't going to be available in this preview like you have to use a controller which sucks because there's no way to turn off an xbox controller without removing the batteries um on uh when it comes to uh using it on other platforms which is really really annoying and also it's like there's only going to be four games available killer instinct halo gears of war and i can't remember the other one forza so that's like a much smaller library than you might expect and they've said like we're gonna ramp it up over time we're gonna add loads more content and features and all that stuff as we test test it out but like um i do think like they've rushed it forward because of google i would imagine don't you think
0: yeah i i i think they clearly clearly did as well Uh, a lot of the stuff has been in a response to google and what they're doing but uh yeah, so that's, uh, are you, well, okay, my question is, are you going to be, because, like, you're in that weird situation where, like, you're from the UK, but you live in Germany, so are you going to, are you going to sign up for this, or is, you know, or is, like, press not allowed, like,
1: are you going to? I think, like, I'm going to, I'm going to be traveling to the UK in October, November, so I'm going to try and get into it like that and okay. then bring it back with me to Germany. But I, I don't know if it's just going to be flat-out blocked in countries... Like, will you be able to access it with a VPN and stuff like that? I don't know if it'll be flat-blocked in those countries. But, like, as we saw with Minecraft Earth, it was possible to get into the beta in an unsupported country and use it in an unsupported country because there was nothing really stopping it. So maybe it'll just work in in unsupported countries. And it's more to do with server stability than um anything else but i don't know i guess we'll have to find out
0: and uh want to give a shout out to punch 180 in the super chat for an interesting question he said rand you interested in final fantasy 7 remake all the trailers only have playstation logo so far no news of a pc or xbox version i want for my pc but for my ps4 pro it is this is interesting because Final Fantasy 7 is one of my all-time favorite games. Like, if you're going to compile a top five list of the greatest games of all time, to me, Final Fantasy 7 is literally in that top five, if not top two. It defined me as a gamer back during the PlayStation 1. It was the reason why I got a PlayStation 1, to be quite honest. Like, I needed that game. I remember watching those trailers where it's like, the biggest movie event isn't at theaters. It's on a home console or whatever it was. Like i mean I, I won't go so far as it changed my life but like it had a big impact and and how like i viewed video games right so mm-hmm. it was always the dream for them to remake it so when they finally decided to it's like okay it's playstation only which i don't really have an issue with i have all the consoles got a ps4 pro I got an Xbox One X. I got a Nintendo Switch and I have a gaming PC. I can play whatever game I want on whatever platform I want at any time I want. Right? So, I'm, I, I like, the thing I'm a little concerned about with the remake is the structure of it. Like, they've already said it's only the Midgar section. And if you guys know, that's, like, the first 20% of the game. Like, and that's kind of, like, a good ballpark estimate. It's really only the first 15% of the game. So I look at it's like, all right, here's the thing. This game isn't going to be, um, it's not going to be finished by the time next gen comes around. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So if it's ever finished at all, like how many parts of final fantasy remake are we talking about here? Is this part one? And then there's still going to be a part two and then a part three and a part four. They're not really calling this part one. It's just final fantasy seven Remix. So is there even a part two or part three or part four? So I look at it, It's like, while I am a day one gamer, I mean, you guys know this, I play pretty much everything day one, whether I, I buy it or I get a review code or whatever. So yes, I'm looking at it. And I'm like, I want to play the game. But then in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, wouldn't it be more prudent to wait for the entire experience to be out or even if I didn't want to wait for it all to be out, wouldn't it be a better choice to play it on next gen hardware? Like, considering we're that close to PlayStation Five and Xbox Scarlet, wouldn't mm. wouldn't it be better to just be like, okay, then clearly that game's gonna be enhanced in some form for for the next generation consoles. And I've seen some videos where like the combat looks frame ratey, right? Which would you would imagine would be alleviate right. Yeah, like the frame rate like tends to drop, much like how Borderlands 3 has frame rate issues during, you know, when you play in performance mode. So I look at that and I'm like, would it be better served for me to wait it out and play Final Fantasy VII remake on next-gen consoles when it's closer to like part 2 releasing so I can play through so I can play through the whole game instead of one part of a game? Cuz how long am I waiting in between parts here? That's kind of the big question for me. Now knowing me, I'm probably going to I'm probably going to give in. I'm probably going to buy Final Fantasy VII Remake Day 1 when in reality I probably should wait for next gen and wait for it to be closer to the other parts coming. Um Shady Shady says, "So is Cyberpunk, are you going to wait for next gen for that?" No, cuz Cyberpunk's going to be one complete package. Whereas Final Fantasy Final Seven Remake is one part of a, a of a play, and the other parts are coming later, if at all, uh, Cyberpunk's going to be complete. So, like, well, you could make an argument that maybe it's best to wait for Cyberpunk for next gen and, and Last of Us Part Two and all the other games that are coming out, um, you know, early next year. Like, I'm not waiting on those games but with final fantasy because there's the addition of like part 2 at some point it's like well maybe i should just wait but i'll probably end up i'll probably end up uh getting it day one uh and then you don't even really know like how how far does the exclusivity deal run with sony will it be on pc a year later a uh, two years later will it be on xbox 6 months later a year later you don't really even need to uh, you don't really know um so yeah, thanks for the uh, thanks for the question though. But uh,
1: moving on, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait because like, I'm I'm like you, like I love Final Fantasy, is, like a game I can't be objective about. I just it's it was my childhood Final Fantasy seven, and like I was excited, I wasn't excited for it actually, man, because like, I was thinking it's gonna be this sort of awful, not, like pseudo hack and slash gameplay like Final Fantasy fifteen. I absolutely hated Final Fantasy fifteen's combat system; it was boring, vacuous, like no skill involved just spam just it felt like the game was playing itself you know uh when i was playing through it and um i just hated that combat system so bad and i was thinking like if it's going to be anything like that i don't really want any part of it but i did see that um they're adding sort of a classic mode now where it's going to be like you can play it in a sort of more active battle time uh, turn-based format so that made me more interested in it but then it's like you say, the game's just called Final Fantasy Remake. There's no volume one or anything. There's no indication about how they're gonna release those DLC episodes. And Square Enix are wishy washy about this kind of thing. If I know Square Enix, they'll probably like they're not gonna commit to making another part unless this makes its money back or something. I don't know, they they're kind of wishy washy sometimes. So I'm just gonna sort of wait and see, I think. I don't think I'm gonna buy that day one. I think I might a wait and see for an Xbox version because it does they never say it's fully exclusive, which is should be a hint that it's probably not. And b, I want to see how they're going to format the rest of the game. Like, will we get the whole game? I feel like if you cut out any part of that, you've kind of ruined it. Yeah, I I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want them to like even like the annoying bits, like the uh, the Temple of the Ancients. I don't want them to cut that out. I want to see what that looks like in 2019. And all that sort of stuff. So I don't know. I'm gonna wait. Not that anyone asked.
0: <laughs> well, of course <laughs> they asked. Um, so uh, they were. Uh, Aaron Greenberg was talking about, uh, you know, Xbox Studios and how he's uh, how Xbox gamers don't even under like they're not even <laughs> they don't even know what's coming. Like all the good stuff that's coming. You know, he said that there's brand new games coming from the studios. That there's new IP coming, and that there's gonna be sequels. And he specifically talked about three studios. Um, he mentioned Ninja Theory, which he said, like when they acquired them, they were already deep in Bleeding Edge production, which we talked about previously, and that the Hellblade team is currently working on something completely unannounced, which I have a feeling will be announced at xo O nineteen. Jez, do you want to see what they're work? Do you want what they're working on to be Hellblade two, or do you want that to yes, be something actually, brand new? You want it to, I want be, it to Hellblade. be Hellblade two. You want I want to see, I
1: 2? see okay. that. I want to see that franchise be, you know, taken to its logical conclusions. I guess, but even if it's not Hellblade two, if it's something in that vein, it should be pretty exciting because they're a pretty talented studio, my dude. But yeah, I um, I've got it on good authority that XO nineteen is probably going to be more interesting than a lot of people are expecting. Like, like given that um, I don't know, we talked about inside Xbox and how that sort of People have pretty low expectations for inside Xbox now. I think I feel like XO19 is going to be a special one for the year. Closing that year out with a bang. I've heard some things, Rand. I've heard some things, my dude.
0: That is very, very interesting. Uh, he also talked about Obsidian, which is over 200 employees. He talked about how the team's finishing up Outer Worlds. There's another team on Pillars. And then the third team building something brand new, which Cloberal uh posted uh job listings for uh 12 today for a next gen triple a rpg that obsidian is building.
1: See, th- this is this is why I was talking about Bard's Tale earlier. Because you can you can see that like th- the thing that constrains Bard's Tale is the budget. Like the art janky, like the engines janky, all that stuff is janky and it's kind of like if they had the money, it'd be amazing to see what they could do with this format. then you apply that to ninja theory who clearly have the technical knowledge to produce something great like you play hellblade and it's so incredible atmospherically and art wise but so limited in its sort of gameplay scope and stuff like that it's sort of like all the all these the studios they make they've purchased sort of like they've all had like different sort of constraints but now they're all hiring and like we should like see what happens when these studios reach their full potential and stuff It's it's exciting stuff, and like I love Aaron Greenberg. Like Aaron Greenberg's a really cool guy, but you can never like he's the marketing guy. Mm -hmm. Like when he's hyping things up, you can never fully trust what he's saying. But I think like in this case, there's like there's definite cause to be excited about what those studios are producing. Well, I mean, trying to be an Xbox.
0: Ravenflow says E3 was supposed to be special too. I mean, yeah, like Phil hypes that up every single year. Uh, you know, it's supposed to be big. And I understand, like, like the whole, like, article was, like, Phil, like Aaron Greenberg, pleasantly surprised by, you know, the content coming from, of, cor- of course he's not going to say he's unhappy with it. Obviously, like, you know, you present it as, like, as good as possible. But, you know, there, for a long time there's just people, you know, people were saying, like, uh, Microsoft forced Ninja Theory to make Bleeding Edge this garbage multiplayer game, which was completely untrue, which we nipped in the bud right away which I had known in advance. And it's like, yeah, the Hellblade team is making something completely different and and they're the single player team and they want to focus on that. And this was a, you know, a passion project. And I've even heard there's like a third team at Ninja Theory doing something else, right? It's not just the two teams. And it's like Obsidian, like, you know, like, yeah, you got the Outer Worlds team, you have the Pillars of Eternity team. But like, from what I had been told, like the reason they bought Obsidian was because there was this other project that Microsoft loved, And it was like, we need that. They got them. And it's, you know, there's a lot of misinformation, I guess, being spread about, you know, so it's like, yeah. So I kind of like want to talk about in that sense. It's like, hey, like, I don't think people really understand, like, how many games Microsoft is going to be putting out, like, next year and then in the future uh, for next generation. It's going to be way more games than they put out this generation that is definitely for damn sure you know yeah. so it's it's and, he, and and even when you look at like a studio who I'm not interested in cuz he also talked about in exile which is like I don't care about in exile um but he talked about how they have you know they're building like something brand new so it's like you know you give you give the creative People at these studios the budget to build whatever they want, and they're gonna make they could potentially make something great. Like, I know you want Hellblade 2 from Ninja Theory. I don't kind of want to, I don't kind of want Hellblade 2. I kind of want something brand new because I don't think Hellblade really needs a sequel. Hmm. Um, but like I said, I mean, but the, that whole thing is like, well, that's that's in the future, but like, even at the beginning of next year, you have Microsoft coming out with Bleeding Edge, you have Ori 2. You have Minecraft Dungeons. You have like Wasteland 3. Uh, you have Gears Tactics probably some point next year. You have Flight Simulator 2020. I mean, there's a whole bunch of games. where it's like you go back the previous couple years and Microsoft was like one game, two game, one game, two game. And it was just like, it was always like beginning of the year, end of the year, beginning of the year, end of the year, end of the year. And it was always like, you know, one of those games you could always count on being Forza. You know? So it's like, now you're going to have, you know, and I understand like Minecraft Dungeons is not going to appeal to like every single person out there, clearly, or Bleeding Edge isn't going to appeal to I'm every telling you, person, no I'm telling clearly. you right now,
1: I'm telling you right now, Minecraft Dungeons will be next year's biggest game for Microsoft, by a mile. Probably, because Minecraft
0: yeah, yeah. is just that big, plus it's also on every platform, but a well, shout out yeah. to Albert Padro Trias for the Super Chat, he says, since PlayStation is Spider-Man, what superhero game do you guys think Xbox could make? Also, side note, where is Batman Cordoba's game reveal? Oh, okay, I'll answer the Batman thing. Right? Where, where is Batman? Where the, where the F is Batman, Jez? Because they've been teasing that game on Twitter. Uh, they tease it for the 80th uh, birthday for Batman. I thought it was going to be at State of Play, 100%. Nobody told me it was going to be there. I, I just thought, like, man, they're really hyping this up. It's going to be at State of Play, and then it wasn't. And it's, I look and I'm like, okay, so it's coming. They're clearly teasing it, Right they wouldn't be teasing something this far out for XO 19 in November or the game awards in December. Like that's too far away to start like a hype train now. Right. So it's like, mm-hmm. and I was like, so, so okay, it's gotta be just a regular video announcement. Uh, maybe game informer cover article. And then of course, uh, I think Andrew Renier of game informer said, that's not true. That ain't happening. Um, I think New York Comic Con's coming up soon. Maybe it's announced there. But, like, yeah, where is that game? Because Warner Brothers Montreal hasn't made a game since Batman Ark- Arkham Origins in 2012. So it's been seven years. They haven't made something oh in God. seven years. Yeah, yeah. and, and th- there's been, like, uh, rumors that... They've had two canceled games. They had a Suicide Squad game that was canceled. Then they had a Damian Wayne Probably sequel, did. a Damian Wayne-led Batman game sequel to Arkham Knight canceled. And supposedly this is a this is a Batman game in the Court of Owls. Um, so hopefully it comes... I don't know much about
1: the Court of Owls stuff. What is that?
0: Um, they're like a... Like, I don't really know much about the Court of Owls stuff too. Um, uh, to be quite honest with you. Um I think they're one of um, one of uh, his newer like kind of uh, factions. I think, mm-hmm. um, but that's supposedly what it the game like, is.
1: It sounds like an Elder Scrolls thing. Court of Owls. Court of Owls. Yes. Yeah.
0: I mean, hopefully yeah. it's soon. But as for the other question, uh, since PlayStation is Spider Man, what superhero games do you think Xbox could make? Um, like if we're just spitballing here, um. Let's see. What 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 superhero game would you like to see like to see them make, Jazz?
1: I would like to see them make a Watchmen game. Watchmen, where you huh? Play as, where you play as Rorschach, and people that'd be great. Hmm. <laughs> But I don't know which studio you put that on. Maybe the initiative?
0: Well, uh, it depends. Are we hiring out for an external studio or are we having one done by
1: an internal studio? Right? So it's like. It'd, uh, have to be, it'd have to be internal because they don't own the license, right?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, they could get the license and then hire an external studio to do it. I mean, like, that's I how War-
1: Warner Brothers ain't going to give that license up. Oh, wow. you mean like to rent the license or whatever?
0: To, yeah. To, to I mean, Sony didn't own Insomniac when, you know, they, you know, they it's like when Marvel came to them and it was like, okay, we're going to do it with Insomniac. But they own
1: Spider-Man, right? <sighs> I don't know how that whole stuff works. <clears throat> Microsoft would have to license the IP from Warner yes, Brothers. Yes, probably. And then and then license another studio to do it. Well, they just so hire a studio like, to do it. Do we... Tons of robots probably
0: so which is why okay you either have one of their internal studios do it um mm-hmm. but it's like uh okay so there's batman game there's been a green lantern game and that game sucked i played that one um mm-hmm. played the incredible hulk game which was actually pretty good uh, from the makers of prototype during the 360 era um see we have uh there's a captain america game which was all right was, wasn't was horrible wasn't great but it was it was good uh which was a tie-in to the original movie uh you obviously have uh you know the avengers game coming which looks like a kind of copy of batman so it's like huh what could they do maybe you know what i want to see vendetta i was thinking maybe yeah. superman but then again i played the superman game in the 360 and that sucked Maybe Flash? How, would Flash no. be cool? Uh, no, D.I. Almighty no. no. Spot and God says in chat Wolverine. And there was a really great Wolverine oh, game during yeah. the 360 era called uh, yeah, X Men Origins Wolverine. What happened was. I uh, thought that
1: was going to become a franchise because it was a so really weird. good game.
0: It was a really good You want to you know what happened? Activision happened because the studio Raven uh, uh, went to be a oh, Call of Duty no. DLC map studio. God, um, that's impressive. So yeah, Wolverine would definitely be something pretty cool. Like the initiative, the initiative's Wolverine. Like a third person uh, action hack and slash game. That would be pretty damn cool in That'd my opinion. Uh, Black Panther game, <sighs> where Ravenflow says, uh, that would be pretty interesting as well. A lot of those obviously it would have the same structure as a Batman game, third person combat. Um, But yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot you could pick from. Like a Green Arrow game. Uh could be interesting. Flash, I mean I don't know how the Flash would work considering it's super fast, but that would be that'd be cool. Deadpool. Uh which there's already been a Deadpool game. Um during the three sixty era and then uh, re released, remastered for the Xbox one. Um yeah, so there's a lot of they don't really make a lot of comic book games anymore. It's probably because it's so expensive to make. So uh yeah.
1: Yeah, the the licensing creates like an overhead which makes it hard. That so- Sony was able to make, Sony was able to make Spider Man so good because they own it, and Warner Brothers own Batman, obviously. Yes. So, well,
0: you know when ba- know. I- so you know when Batman Arkham Asylum came out, Warner Brothers didn't own Rocksteady. They had licensed they- the IP. Did Batman Arkham? It sold so well and was so good then Warner Brothers uh, bought Rocksteady because of it. Did Warner Brothers buy Rocksteady? Yeah, Warner Brothers owns Rocksteady. Yeah. And they bought him after <laughs> after, what after Arkham Asylum. Well, that's the thing. Rocksteady put out a game in 2015, Arkham Knight, and we haven't heard from them since. It's been four years.
1: That's a long time.
0: It is a long. Well, games take long times to make now. Like you go back to last gen, you'd have Assassin's Creed game every single year. You'd have a Call of Duty. Well, they still do Call of Duty every single year. But like, you have multiple <laughs> games in a franchise you know like every other year and now nowadays it's like you're lucky to get you're lucky to get two you get like uncharted 4 and last of us you get gears 4 and gears 5 you're gonna halo 5 and halo infinite it's like you're basically getting like two games from a franchise uh in this gen unless it's like uh, you know a, a game that is backed by multiple developers like something like forza you know, like Forza Horizon, Forza Motorsport, and Ubisoft has a lot of their studios on Assassin's Creed. But it just it takes so long to make games now, and they're so expensive that you can only really expect like one, perhaps two games this entire generation for for a franchise. And then you look, it's like there's not even a new Bioshock this gen. I thought for sure that'd be something. Oh
1: my God, Yeah, I didn't even realize that.
0: Two uh, K would do. They just, they
1: just they just re released a bunch of
0: them. Yeah, and even look at like you know uh, Gearbox. Gearbox released Borderlands two in twenty twelve, oh. and then they came out with Battleborn because they wanted to be like kind of a uh, you know multi game studio. They had mul- multiple hits. Battleborn came out in twenty sixteen. I want to say it was it was they came out the year Overwatch came out because Overwatch yeah. destroyed it. So it came out in twenty sixteen, which was four years after Borderlands completely bombed. And then they they finally just got out Borderlands 3. So even with Borderlands, you only got one game because they wanted to do something different, and it completely failed. Even look at the Volition, or Volition Studios. It's like, they didn't want to do Saints Row anymore, so they did Agents of Mayhem, and that completely failed. And it sounds like maybe they're doing one Saints Row game next year. It's like, you you basically get maybe two games now. You know, so... And I don't know how next-gen development's going to work. It might even be less. So, um, that's something to wow. think about. And then, uh, Borderlands, uh, Borderlands Three selling five million in five days. Jez, uh, so much for the PC boycott of the Epic Game Store, huh?
1: Yeah, the, uh, the boycott of the Epic Game Store doesn't seem to be going so well. Mm. I don't think <laughs> they're uh, they're selling a lot of games on that store, aren't they? I think mm. I personally. Don't like the Epic Game Store and I don't like Tim Sweeney and I don't like what they're doing, but at the same time, it's kinda of like people just at the end of the day they wanna play their games and they don't care what they have to click on in order to do it. Um I saw some people say that five million was low, trying to downplay that number. What do you think that's five million is low? Do you think they're unhappy with that number? Do I think they're A unhappy person.
0: with that number? I mean, I think if it was also on Steam, it probably would have sold more. But oh, yeah, no I'm not really sure the like the the vast PC crowd is that in, like I think most people are just like if they want a game they'll get the game no matter where it is right yeah. like I want it's more like that UK chart was like yo Borderlands three was down fifty percent from Borderlands two right physical sales and people are like oh my god Borderlands down and it's like yeah. Because it doesn't include digital, right? And then, of course, as it comes out, Borderlands is like up 50% from Borderlands 2. Because, and it has a 70% digital sell through rate. (laughs) Like, we're almost at the point now where games are going to be approaching 80% digital sell through rate, and it'll be at 90%. Like, I don't like, and then you start adding in streaming and more proliferations of game subscription services. Like, physical's on its way out like it do, it really does seem like it definitely seems in a in a short span of 6 years when you go back and look at Microsoft's original vision for the Xbox 1 and people were like Ugh! and then like 6 years later they're like fuck yeah digital right
1: oh my god you got the again
0: yeah i know it always happens whatever who cares trying to it's try and drive the point point home across that people have really adopted to digital um much faster than i thought they would and <clears throat> you know i maybe maybe that's quest-
1: that sweet juicy convenience yep
0: and borderlands 3 is the type of game where maybe you want on your hard drive like destiny you know you can just like kind of start it up whenever um and i think the digital splits will get even bigger next generation gamestop will probably go out of business at some point Um, that'll just be the way it is. Like once again, another thing, convenience over it, convenience over everything. Basically it has not human, like the human condition, like told us, like we can look at, we can look at the streaming services on for music and how that's all gone. Like, it's just Mm. the convenience factor. People like they'll take that all day, every day. And you know, I'm a little, I'm a little down on streaming, like, like X cloud and Google play and Google stadia but who knows maybe people might like that convenience as well and they'd be like "Uh, this is this
1: i'm good with that you know if it works you know if it does work and and i think it will it's uh, we live in volatile times and i think a lot of the angst and the pushback comes from like the uncertainty that comes with change people don't want gaming to change and you know like there there might be like all sorts of cascading after effects of streaming taking off like and also like there's a lot of there's a lot of concern in, with devs too like they say like all these subscription services are going to create a race to the bottom where indie devs are selling their games for cheaper and cheaper like like musicians did and like basically bottom out the indie game industry like they bottomed out the music industry and stuff like that like there's there's a lot of concerns across the board but you can't stop change because money talks at the end of the day and if people want to spend their money on a stream service then they will if they want to spend their money on epic game store digital sales and and they don't really care about steam because they don't their identity isn't bound to a storefront then that's the way it'll go you know
0: mm-hmm. well do you want to you want to take some questions And the show
1: yeah let's take some questions from the peeps
0: all right so that'll be the show guys make sure you uh, hit us up with some questions while we do uh, this little outro uh so yeah, we you know we appreciate everyone being here so if you enjoyed the podcast Make sure you hit the like button and subscribe to the channel. Follow Jez and myself on Twitter so you know when the podcast is going to actually start because we always tweet it out. Uh, we appreciate everybody watching later on Google Play or iTunes or yes, we added Spotify. Uh, link is in the description of the video if you want to check one of those services out and you know listen to the podcast at your own pace and your own time. Uh, so we appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, but yeah, hit us up with some questions. We'll take a few, and we'll get out of here. Because since we started uh an hour later than usual, I'm sure Jazz is probably tired.
1: Um, so,
0: tired. Frx Ditchpatch Gaming wants to know: excited for C- Civilization Six or Baldur's Gate?
1: I've never played Baldur's Gate. It's one of the sort of shame. Like I'm, I'm ashamed that I haven't played Baldur's Gate. So I'm like, I'm not super excited but i do like those kind of games like i like some of the games like pillars of eternity stuff like that even though i never finished it because my god that game is grueling and and stuff like that but um i'm interested in that and civ is another game that i'm ashamed that i haven't really played because i like stellaris and i like europa universalis and and those sort of 4x strategy games so I don't know. I, I've got Civ 4 and 5 on Steam. I bought them in, in the sales but I've never really played them. Have you ever Have you ever been into I Civ? played
0: Civ which one did I play on the 360 and I quite enjoyed it. So I am more interested in Civilization 6 than I am Baldur's Gate. Um, if i play any of those day one, I don't know. But I'd be more in- interested in playing uh, Civ 6. Shout out to the UK Dazurus. Daz baby with the super chat. Appreciate that, Daz. Hope you're doing well, buddy. Um next question we got here from let's see uh where is this at? Um Nicodemo Gakamo I'm sorry if I screwed up that your that if that's your last name, bro. I sorry if I screwed up your name. He says Matt Booty's gonna be at XO nineteen in London. Does that mean a studio acquisition? i say yes. I think they will announce a new studio acquisition, possibly two at XO19.
1: I, do, I have no inside information on this. Either do Matt I. Being, Yeah, Matt Booty being at XO doesn't necessarily mean studio acquisition, because he's also the guy in charge of, you know, making the, making yes. the games happen. He's the in charge of the, the
0: studios, and that's going to be a celebration about what they're, you know, bringing for the future. But I, 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 I think they're going to announce a new studio, Jez.
1: Yeah, maybe. 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 I think so. They're going to announce I that they no uh,
0: bought Capcom and Rockstar and uh, Square Enix and um, EA and Activision.
1: They can't afford Capcom anymore. Hmm. Jazz, Capcom this is, is like this not is, another level now. This is
0: Microsoft we're talking about.
1: Nah, no one can afford Capcom because they're the world's greatest publisher, man. Do
0: hmm. you remember Monster Hunter exclusive to Xbox, Jazz? Would that make oh you... Oh my
1: god. <laughs> that, that'd help and win Japan. <laughs> You, know, Mon- yeah. you know, Do you know how big Monster Hunter is in Japan? I don't think you realize how big it is. It's like up there with Pokemon. Like Iceborne has like billboard ads and TV spots and all sorts of stuff in Japan. Monster Hunter is like absolutely massive franchise in Japan. So if Microsoft got that exclusive, that might actually help them in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> or it just might make a load of people really mad. So snakes
0: wants it? to ro- wants to know, Randy, have you ever tried the multiplayer in Last of Us? If not, bro, you got to at least give it a whirl. Try interrogation. I've not played um Last of Us multiplayer. Um, you know, I'm, g- I'm gonna ge-
1: I-, I only played it super briefly, and I didn't really give it the time it deserves. So I'm gonna go back and give it another try. If you want to give it a go with me sometime,
0: I mean, maybe the the problem is like I don't really want to pay for PlayStation Plus.
1: Just get free trauma.
0: No I think I've already used a free
1: trial before. Right. So well, just spend some of that YouTube money. Right?
0: Yeah. I'm not <laughs> barely make any money on YouTube Jez. Um, right, I mean, right. I, I'll, I'll think about it. Maybe, maybe, you know, leading up to last of us part two, I'm, I maybe I'll replay last of us one, uh, in preparation and I'll check out the multiplayer cause they, they are given away for free. Um, this uh like playstation plus offerings this month are insane it's like mlb 19 and the last of us remastered which did you see the games of gold this month no what are they uh geez what were they uh it was like ninja gaiden 3 uh disney's bolt for the 360 and it was like oh friday the 13th for xbox one and like tango the elephant is the other game Tango wasn't so bad. No, Tango was all right. Uh, Friday the 13th, uh, I think, was a piece of garbage, if I'm going to kind of be blunt. Um, I played Bolt. It's one of those kind of easy gamerscore games that I talked about uh, at the beginning of the podcast, and I never played Ninja yeah. Game 3. Uh, but th- that offering definitely is um, lessened, and Virgil has kind of a question that you know uh, goes along to it. He says, Virgil says, Hey, Rand, are you ever going to do videos for games of gold again it feels like it's been a while since we haven't gotten one of those um yeah i haven't done any of those in a while just because like they've mostly been terrible (laughs) and i don't really want to i it just i don't really it's i don't know like i just don't want to it's like yeah and by the way games of gold again and they absolutely suck you know what i mean like i i'm just It just I'm not really interested in those videos. Like I, I want to do more of the game pass videos because they do like there's better games on game pass and I've kind of gotten away from doing those because I've been a little bit more busier. Uh, but you can probably expect more, more <laughs> game pass videos than games with gold
1: to be honest. It's, it's bad though. Cause like you would get hits if you made a video saying, Oh wow. These suck this month.
0: Well, yeah. People. But then people will just accuse me of, of being negative for negative sakes. Like, you know, like they're free games. I just like, oh, I just, just, I just, I look at that, that list and I'm just like, eh, like it's garbage. Like it's a garbage list. Like I don't really want to talk about it. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I just, just don't really want to talk about it. It's just so bad. Uh, D I my almighty Spartan guy wants to know when is Dollar Tree gaming, AKA game pass coming to PlayStation? Ask Jez. So Jez, yeah. when is game pass coming to PlayStation? Never never that's a that's a that's a long time jez that's uh it's a long time i don't think game pass will come to playstation i think there's more of a chance it comes to switch um and that's yeah i think there's much more of a chance it comes to switch with project x cloud like the ability to stream the games to the switch i don't really think you'll ever see xbox stuff on playstation to be honest with you but nope could be wrong you know who knows? Who knows? Like what happens ten years from now, right? Uh, Microsoft
1: buys Sony. How about that?
0: Microsoft buys Sony. There was that rumor that Apple was going to buy Sony. Hmm. Or was Apple going to buy Sony Pictures? I don't know. But there was a rumor. I mean, I don't really believe it, anyways. But it was like Apple was going to purchase Sony. It's like, well, that would be a big, big thing. I mean, it seems like yeah. all these mega conglomerates are just buying one another. You know, Disney just bought Apple's Fox, and baby. I think, like, T-Mobile and just merged with Sprint or something like that. Um, Tis the Season says, is Jez looking forward to October 31st? What like, happens on then? I don't Halloween? know. That's Halloween. Yeah. So. Yeah. Is a game come out then? Um, I don't think a game is coming out then.
1: I have no idea what he's talking about then.
0: Yeah, RJ, the wrestling guy, wants to know Do you guys play wrestling games? I've been a diehard for almost 30 years, but they seem to get worse and worse as far as online. So, yeah, there was at one point I was a big wrestling fan. Obviously, during the Attitude Era when I was in high school with Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock and Triple H. And Monday night Nitro versus WWE Raw Monday nights. Oh my God, it was so amazing. All my friends were man. into it. We'd have parties Monday nights at, at, at people's different houses with all you know, like food and drink. And it was oh man, it was so great. Everybody was so into it. Uh, that was Same. when that was when the N64 was out. So then we would go and we would play like uh, you know uh, NWO versus WCW, like WCW versus NWO Revenge. Or WWE No Mercy on the 64, like, the greatest wrestling games. And then, yeah, like, I played some of the SmackDown games on the PS2. And even, like, on the 360, I played some of, like, the early, like the WWE 2K, you know, like, you know, like, 2, 2, 2, 2K10. But I don't think I played a wrestling game from this generation because they basically been all the same. I used to play, it's the same way I don't play Madden. I used to play Madden's. But then I stopped playing the Maddens. And it's the same way with the WWE games. It's just like literally the same shit. So it's like I, I pretty much stopped playing the sports games. And when I used to actually play them quite a bit uh, during previous generations.
1: Yeah, I'm the same way. I used to play like NWO Revenge and No Mercy, even though I had the broken version of No Mercy, which was the save games, which was gutting because it was probably the best wrestling game ever made, I would argue. Yes. at least at the ones i played but after like who used to make the ps2 ones was it jukebox or, or uh, Ukes, like i think i think or Ukes. maybe yeah. What? Yeah. i don't know that a weird name but like after those i sort of stopped it sort of coincided with me just not getting out of wrestling because the attitude era ended and it was all like john cena being shoved in my face and i was like oh man this sucks now yeah this sucks all my friends moved away had to become an adult man wrestling to kind of represents up, yeah. the death of my childhood yeah
0: shout out to the <laughs> shout out to indie gamer for the super chat he says awesome show as always guys Appreciate it, indie glad you're here every single week um glad you're enjoying the return of Ran's new spotlight we're gonna get more of those coming as well uh it's kind of sucked that i i didn't care for sojourn but you know it is what it is i i, I basically tell you what i think about a game um <laughs> fr dispatch says Rand juices gamer score roids no i actually got i actually got a ton of gamer score when oh it was actually hard Roy. to get gamer score back in the 360 era it's not roided out like it is uh, for people Roy. swag boy wants to know hey Rand, did you beat cuphead indeed i i uh i did beat cuphead
1: oh my god i never beat cuphead
0: that's the thing when uh I you know i stopped uh, playing like oh man when i know I there's go back to- I know there's a lot of podcasts out there that, uh, talk about, uh, topics and stuff, but, um,
1: me personally, like I, I
0: I actually play video games too. Like a lot of them, like I could list you. I probably have beaten like 30 games this year. I could probably list you. It's like going down the list. Resident Evil, uh, you know, like, uh, like division, Sekiro, Far Cry, New Dawn, uh, the Metro Exodus, uh, days gone, like I like. You keep on going down the list, and I can keep on naming games I beat. You know,
1: man, I, I only beat games when I've got to review them now. Mm. Like I barely have time to actually beat them for fun. Yeah, that sucks. You, you know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a secret. Round I've been playing a game this whole stream. You can probably hear the r- actually no, I
0: like haven't that. heard it. What What have you been playing?
1: I've been playing Link's Awakening the whole stream. Ooh
0: the the uh, the new Switch game that just came out.
1: Yeah. And it's it's really, really charming. But I will tell you this it has awful frame rate issues, which I never read in any of the reviews. Really? I'm talking like 20 frames per second here. Like, there's this section with water actually, and smoke and stuff. Actually, I wow. did
0: see some people talking about that. Like, I think I saw like, Spawn Wave and um, Spawn Wave talking about that. Uh, that the uh, game has. That,
1: man, it is really fun. I, I never played the originals of the game. I've only played Ocarina of Time Drawers Mask, really, but it's a really good game. But I kind of I... wish, like, Microsoft would just, I mean, this is off topic again. I kind of wish Microsoft would just make some little cute games like this with some of their dormant franchises. Like, Viva Piñata and, like, Conquer and stuff like that. Like, why don't they just make, like, a little fun game like this? Like, this isn't, like, going to be a 50-hour slugger I've already unlocked like half the map during the whole stream during the stream like more than half the map and it's just really charming and I, I feel like Microsoft could make games like this mm. why don't they
0: we got one final question before we get out of here and Daz wants to know when is Jez gonna follow me who said that UK Desiris Daz baby
1: don't know if I follow you already I do
0: Jez, Jez doesn't know who and who he doesn't
1: follow I, I don't know. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. You gotta follow. You gotta follow the Daz, baby. I, I maybe I will. Maybe I will. I'll check your feed and see if you retweet fifty giveaway tweets in a row. And and, uh, uh, not, and, and toxic, uh, toxic fanboy
0: <laughs> bullshit, right?
1: I hate when like sometimes it comes up in my feed like fifty retweet this to to win something. Things come up in my feed and it's just like, oh, I'm following you. Hmm. Sorry. <laughs> all
0: right guys i think that's it for the show we appreciate everyone being here hope you uh for those listening later enjoy it and we will be back next week for a uh, another brand new show of the xbox 2 so if you enjoyed this show hit the like button subscribe follow Jazz on twitter follow myself on twitter and we will see you next thursday hopefully right Jazz? hell yeah all right have a good one guys and uh Happy gaming. Later.